Fuck off. The audio recording is now on. Fuck off. Yeah, and we have all fucked up. Well, you you actually probably came through the first time. Uh, if that makes Fuck you feel off. Yeah, just keep repeating that, I guess. <laughs> That's how uh, all my jokes work. The more I repeat them, the funnier they get. <laughs> it's a difference in repetition. Hey, hey. I see what you did there. Hey. I don't know. I've never read anyway, a book. I'm actually reading Difference fuck. in Repetition right now. Are you? Yeah. That's, I need it for the... the uh, I need it for the the, uh, the thing I'm writing. Really interesting. I'm I'm curious to see uh, see that doing its thing. Yeah, I that's, need, I need that's some cool. death drive stuff from from D Daddy, the love Daddy. Well, he doesn't. He he like flat out rejects the death drive. No, I know um, that's that's why I need it. Oh, interesting. So you and I are doing like kind of opposite ends of that. That's that's fun. Um, but that's a really challenging. That's a really hard. Um, uh, becoming aware work. of that yeah or aware yeah. of that um it's really good but yeah it's really it's it's tough um it doesn't help that the scan i have is uh dog shit yeah do you want a mommy's day gift i'll send you one <laughs> <laughs> for being my mommy yeah. <laughs> i was like why would i get a mommy's oh <laughs> i think i just got called mom <laughs> Uh, actually, it's funny because, um, you know, uh, we've all been called Zaddy once or twice, right? I've never but, been called that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but I don't feel like anyone ever gets called Zami. Yeah. And that's classist in the end. Well, that's, that's the patriarchy. Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, by the way, uh, John asked what I was doing. And what I was doing was making a an extremely normal uh, adult beverage. <laughs> I like I was doing third it out. Like, like you, were, you were showing something, something obscene. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at it, well, uh, sing its name into the mirror. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To the anyway, listener. I also have a plastic straw. Fuck you, liberals. Damn, fuck you, liberals, and fuck the turtles, who are also liberals. They are. Um, yeah. To the listener, he's he's drinking a Bloody Mary. It's nine o'clock his time. Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Make it worse for yourself. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Bloody Marys are like a before eleven a.m. drink. No, they're not. See? No one has brunch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Eleven a.m. No, that that's unfair before. even to brunchers. <laughs> even the brunchers <laughs> because brunchers will have have brunch let's be real between the hours of like 11 a.m and 2 p.m maybe maybe the degenerate alcoholics you hang out with yeah yeah but maybe, maybe one of them <laughs> all right it is 7 30 gentlemen uh john go ahead and smash that motherfucking play button this is stupid
You know, I really got to update that intro to include John, the producer, who who, who has stuck around much longer than I thought would. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello and welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, episode 91. It is oh, the 13th no. of May, Friday, the 13th of May. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I am your spooky host, Michael Debs. Uh, joining me as always... Danko Suvin from the Instagram handle at DankTheLuz. Also joining us, John the producer from uh, Instagram handle at DiscoPathic. Harass him in the DMs to upload things. This has now turned into a targeted campaign against you, John. Yeah. We're going to uh, gangstalk you. Yeah, and I'll just uh, continue to uh, gather no. evidence for my workplace uh, <laughs> oh, no. harassment lawsuit. <laughs> If if you DM John to harass him into <laughs> posting things, tell him Deeb sent you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure your case has some legs, man. <laughs> uh, not many bosses would be willing to give that to you, so you know I think that makes me a better person. Yeah, no playing coy about uh, yeah how much you hate me. I will give mm -hmm. you the the audio recording device. <laughs> while i explicitly berate you and call you slurs uh no i don't call john slurs ever john by the way uh how are you doing oh i'm i'm, I'm great uh that's good i i, I haven't you, you haven't called me a slur this week i uh i aim to change how great you're doing but not because i'm gonna call you slurs but because uh, we don't have anything good to talk about tonight Oh, yay. Yeah, it's going to be one of those ones where, you know, a little bit of crying afterwards, a little yeah, bit of aftercare. God. Aftercare yeah. is what we call it in the workplace. <laughs> just just <laughs> two hours of hot sauce enemas. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the burn is how you know it's working. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Danko... How you doing? Hmm. What? Nah, just go uh, ahead and tell us how you're doing. Um, I speed it up if possible. I'm the god of hellfire. Oh, and I bring you wow. fire. Okay, that's but but not hellfire. It's a good yeah. song. I I don't know that one. No, first uh first listener to uh to confirm that they know what song I'm talking about gets a handy from Mike. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think you have the authority to, to <laughs> offer my hand like that. Man, I'm good. Um, you did sign that power of attorney. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's uh, why you're but good. He's, <laughs> and none of us are uh, subject to maritime law any longer. Mm. Um, yeah, I've been listening to uh, cool conspiracy theory stuff that my relatives have been sending me. And That's those good. are cool. Yeah, uh, it's been helping with my brain and uh, I'm doing really well. Um, I, I will say uh, on the negative end of things uh, that I have been kicked off of the podcast um mikey deebs kicked me off uh last week after receiving a dm oh <laughs> and uh i'm so this is my goodbye As owner of mint mobile um, i want to issue sorry wow really the not mint mobile the guy. Mood. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah see that's how much they care about me so 
Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's where we're at. <laughs> I mean, don't let the door hit you where the mint mobile split you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not going to lie, Dorian. The mm-hmm. whole reason why I was brought onto the podcast was to no. uh, retroactively edit everything you say out and replace it with mint mobile ads. <laughs> yeah. New sponsor of the go. podcast, Mint Mobile. No, they, yeah. they haven't sponsored <laughs> us yet. The God of Hellfire brought to you by <laughs> Mint Mobile. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, you asked. I'm glad you asked. I ask sometimes. You ever have one of those weeks where you're like, oh, you know, what should I talk about on my technically world famous podcast mm-hmm. this week? You know, we did a little silly episode last week. Um, which, by the way, has your hot dog couch come in yet? No, you didn't order, did you? I uh, will. <laughs> oh, okay, you got to get your money right. I understand. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I have to move some assets around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I wasn't sure what to talk about on the podcast, and um, you know the the wonderful friends that I've made uh, in in Instagram and otherwise uh, all week just kept sending me depressing links some of which i had already like read and saw and others were like oh cool that's uh it's like a cherry on top of that particular sunday of misery um sort of stuff so i've been good but it's also been like a little bit reflective for me yeah and when i get this this way very different from normal news weeks, which are generally very positive. Yeah, I mean, we usually only talk about good news here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, when you get all reflective. Uh... <laughs> when I get all reflective, I listen to bluegrass a lot. Mm. So I've been listening to a lot of bluegrass, so that's good. A lot of good bluegrass out there. Anything in particular you've been listening to, sir? Um, There's this one song that I've become particularly fond of. And it's uh it's called Fried Chicken and Evil Women, mm. and the uh, the chorus uh, uh, goes basically um so- something like uh he's not living fried if he's not free. Well, he's not living if he's not free, <laughs> uh, but fried chicken and evil women are gonna be the death of me. It's a it's a fun little song. There you go. He's not saying women are evil. He's just saying he hangs out with evil women because he's oh, like a yeah, drunk yeah. asshole. It's a subsect of uh, of women, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. all birds are ducks, but all <laughs> ducks are evil bitches. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and clip that one. <laughs> no, For I've, been our duck okay. listeners. I've been okay. Work work's actually been easy on me this week, which is a, a nice break from the uh, the pretty accelerated pace it's been um how many how many three billion dollar faucets have you sold this week personally (laughs) i don't do any sales i just uh i just install the fuckers you should (laughs) sell them out of the back of your work truck well you know i do actually have at this point so many like pilfered parts that i keep for work purposes because not all these things i install come with all their parts all the time and so sometimes i'm like oh well 
good thing I kept one of those because some boxes will ship with extra, some boxes will ship with less. Uh, yeah. And then I kind of average those things out by not being a shitty technician. Um, I'm pretty sure that's called embezzlement. Yeah, it's true. Well, I'm not doing that. So it's not embezzlement. <laughs> you guys suggested embezzlement, see, and you uh, will note, FBI, that I immediately said I wouldn't do it. There's the uh, there's that Simpsons uh, episode where Mr. Burns ends up stealing a trillion dollar bill. I think is what it is. And uh, when he gets arrested, I think I'm remembering this right. But uh, the FBI agent says, "You're under arrest for grand, 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 grand." Larceny <laughs> and something about that is really so. <laughs> so that, but with embezzlement for yeah. all the sink parts that you're you've stolen. But yeah, seriously, I mean, if you ever want to retire, sell one faucet. <laughs> uh, if the listener uh, listened to the last episode or viewed the last episode, they'll they'll know how true that is. And if you, you didn't, fuck you. We don't want you to listen when you to can this. Sell we don't a, like a you anyway. Gaudy swan faucet for nine grand. Um, and people buy these things. I, I don't want to say there's a there's a certain type. Uh, but some of their homes may have burned down in l- the Laguna Niguel uh, area this yeah. this last week. <laughs> it's true. Some some of them are multi-million dollar mansions um we love voc as it were yeah um deeps i i will need you to do something all right Um, go ahead which is uh photoshop a cowboy hat onto the the swan faucet and post it that a swan's reference of course it is yeah something something people will like it We'll we'll eat your face or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Swan lyrics by Swan's lyrics by Mike. Something something. We'll eat your face or something. I can never get into them, man. I'm sorry. Hell yeah. It's not so far off, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think it was. Everyone, uh, anyway. send us your swans impressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's let's go ahead and go to our first. We we haven't uh, reviewed a, a movie this week, but I think uh, Danko and I are planning on watching The Northman later today. So maybe next week we'll have a decent review of that. We'll we'll actually talk about something that maybe we both like for once. Um, Spoiler: I don't because it's fascist. I don't think it's fascist, but. It's 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 definitely fascism. It has men with beards. Ooh, that is they pretty. Take fascist. their clothes off. <laughs> you say on a podcast, yes. <laughs> three guys. <with> beards. <laughs> You've been hearing those takes, though, right? Uh, like it's just it's inherently I, fascist. I exclusively ignore those kind of takes. It's I, so I'm, good. I'm very off it. of Twitter. And uh, anytime I get some kind of hint that somebody's about to say something about like such and such movie is i'm just like i really couldn't care less to be fair i think a big part of uh this whole viking craze that's gone on for the last fucking 20 years uh does come from a weird kind of like uh white resentment kind of thing oh of course um but uh 
pretty sure this movie uh i, I don't think it's fascist I, that no seems I, I don't think it's uh <laughs> i've actually already seen it um but well, i don't want you pal. i don't want to spoil anything are there nazi flags <laughs> there are no nazi flags um well some viking movie i i would i would say it does not paint a pretty picture of norse uh folklore not pretty as in like it's like not negative towards it but it's just blunt about it well, it's like based off of the um the, the piece story of folklore that 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 hamlet was based on ultimately right it's it's the story yeah. of omleth which is where hamlet comes right. from yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. There's, Hamlet's fascist. Probably. I decided right now. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you believe that. And I think you might have just said that right now for, I yeah. don't know, the stock value. No, I did it for clout. Because <laughs> I've decided I'm moving over to Twitter now that Elon is the boss, but not because I uh, want to fight him. Uh, but because he's he's my new zaddy, as it were. Well, Elon has actually put a pause on buying Twitter because he's It'll concerned happen. about all of the uh, fake accounts on on Twitter. This this is I his actually excuse. Hadn't that news That's very funny. Yeah, this is his excuse to back out of a thing that he didn't actually want to do. But yeah. uh, I think he just wanted to test how unhinged his fan base is, uh, because everybody in like the center right wing to right wing sphere has been uh you know foaming at the mouth about how he's going to bring free speech to twitter which is run by a leftist apparently which i would never yeah. call jack dorsey a leftist <laughs> mm. i don't even think he has politics except no. for like upholding evil institutions <laughs> yeah um which to be <laughs> fair i mean perfect person to uh to run a uh, communications tech company yeah i guess so <laughs> uh, we'll actually be talking a little bit about communications technology later in the podcast so let's, uh, let's yeah let's not go into that uh let's talk All about right. uh alabama uh who, oh. who uh has effectively banned uh, gender affirming care uh in people under the age of 19 um this isn't necessarily a ban on people getting gender affirming care it's a ban on anyone who provides gender uh, affirming care um, yeah just like with abortions half the time yeah you know? it, so well, so what yeah. it is is it uh, makes it a felony um there, there was a study that came out recently that showed like only two percent of uh, children who receive gender affirming care uh, end up going back to like their original gender. Um, mm. So something that has like a ninety-eight percent success rate is now effectively a, a felony in the state of Alabama. Um, I mean, I think it's messed, just messed up that you know. You can go die for your country, but you can't get your dick cut off. Yeah, you, you, you mean, can't get a nice set of titties. Yeah, I mean, like, how can you live the American dream? <laughs> right. Well, there's an obvious fix here. You go to war and have your dick shot off. 
there yeah. you go. Yeah, you but, get a yeah. butt. You get blown off by a toe popper. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but but the real problem here is you can't. And and this is this is an old Chinese adage, actually. Uh, I think it's Confucius. But uh, you can't go to war and have your dick shot on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, now that again, I'm making male dick privilege. jokes, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> but um, that's, that's the yeah. joke. You're you're you're. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I got all. No, I, I me. got triggered. Cancel I got me. Triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Triggered me, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what this podcast is about, after all. Yeah. It's us all outwoking one another. Um, but uh, yeah, actually, you, so it's interesting that the Alabama law is applying to people who are nineteen rather than eighteen. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, I have, uh, I have a theory that uh, every every so often they're just going to increase that you know a year at a time uh until it goes like you have to be 67 in order to have your gender affirming care and the um you know there's actually a term for that uh when you can't have um, a sex change until you know a certain age and it, it kind of inches forward like that um it's it's a complex process but there's a simple term for it and it's just called the angry inch <laughs> that's <laughs> no, clever thank you yeah those are all the uh, jokes yeah. i'm going to say today it's yeah. just a few probably Ooh. problematic dick jokes well yeah and uh <laughs> you know like like i was uh briefly discussed this with john while you were away making your despicable beverage my what your your bloody mary which nobody should drink mm. past the hour of noon um yeah <laughs> fuck you Anyways, Fuck all of you. Uh, like I was, I was like going to fake quit. Now it's real. <laughs> like I was saying to John, uh, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, the, the pre-19 ban is uh, eventually going to become a after-19 ban as well. Uh, this is just them dipping their toes in the water to see what they can get away with. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's apparently, I think, going to go up to the Supreme Court on whether or not, like, you can do this kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody needs to be reminded about what's happening with the Supreme Court right now and how the Supreme Court is stacked. I don't have a whole lot of hope for this being overturned. Um, yeah, so that sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, like we were saying, uh, not was it? Yeah, it was last week where we kind of talked about the uh, the Supreme Court stuff a little bit before we got into the couch talk. Um, you know, this the 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 abortion rights ban uh reproductive rights ban it's it's both of those things together or not ban necessarily but the overturning of roe v wade and uh what is it the casey versus something the ban on banning um you know the the overturning of this uh is going to lead into more things it's uh, it's cited in the leaked uh opinion that you know uh, gay marriage is also on the chopping block now on a state-by-state basis uh, b- because of what they're saying about, you know, all these deeply rooted uh, rights, which who determines what deeply rooted is. There's no, like, test for what is deeply rooted or not deeply rooted. Some things that are and, deeply and rooted clear, are things like slavery, you know? Go ahead. Yeah. Gay sex is as American as anything else. Yeah. Yeah, this is an American. Why do I keep having it? 
Yeah. I, I mean, actually, that's like the most salient political point that, that one can make in a democracy. I agree. Right. Which, which, which is if, if this thing that we're all doing is, is a thing we shouldn't do, then why do we keep doing it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. So uh, cool stuff there. Um, and and while the, you know. Republican. Oh, yeah. By the way, look at this. This is this is the person who uh, gleefully signed this into law. Um, I'm not ageist, but uh, okay, she looks like a fucking dinosaur. And I don't yeah, think... I was gonna say she looks like Bowser's mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think people that yeah. look like Bowser's mom should be uh, should be deciding whether or not young people can receive gender affirming care. I don't know. Well, my favorite thing about uh, about people when they get older is that gender dimorphism kind of fizzles out after a certain age. Where like all old women and all old men, so long as they're like they have their faces shaved, look the same. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, William uh, I mean, Barr with... is going to look like this in like twenty years. Oh yeah. 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 No, he already does. They they are they could be twins. Uh, <laughs> just different haircuts. Uh, but uh, I I sure wish she, or I sure wish she, I sure uh, uh, would believe that she could uh, could use some gender affirming care in her life. Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's the joke. Is she doesn't look like a lady. Actually, actually, she looks uh, like an old man. <laughs> I'm just hoping all these moles here are cancerous. No, same. Oh, some of them are skin cancers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, go down a little bit. Um, th- there was actually a quote from her in, in this, uh, which, which I think is important to read. Um, there we go. Right there. Just go ahead and stop. Uh, Alabama's Republican governor, Kay Ivey, last month signed the measure into law. Uh, so, yeah, this, this, by the way, this happened a month ago. It didn't get a whole lot of attention. Now it's getting attention because it's actually enforced. Um... And like Alabama keeps doing stuff, how can we keep track of all the stupid shit Alabama does? <laughs> who, who can keep track? Uh, anyways, uh, uh, Kay Ivey last month signed a, the measure into law, writing in a signing statement that I believe very strongly that if the good Lord made you a boy, you are a boy, and if he made you a girl, you are a girl. Um, I agree with that, but what if he makes you a girl with a dick? Yeah. Um, which you know what like, happens then? What if your Michael. god is a girl with a dick? <laughs> I mean, mine is. Mine yeah. sure shit is. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, my, mine as well. <laughs> um, how far from grace we've we've walked? You know? yeah. I think I think I think we, we need to start making shirts. <laughs> Yeah, like a, just a, a beautiful William Blake angel, uh, but instead of being entirely gender ambiguous, just having all the genders, all the cocks and the titties. <laughs> and the shit. Uh, well, I guess at that point in time, it just becomes a Baphomet. Uh, well, I was going to say there, there's a <laughs> there's a subsect of uh, hentai that exclusively focuses on this kind of thing. God. Could you uh, could you send some like reference links just for? I I would have to look them up myself because i do not peruse mm-hmm. such oh. uh 
Well, let's move Such on. Images. Let's, not, let's not stay on this topic because now I feel uncomfortable about asking, showing my ass. Yeah. Um, and titties. So, anyways, uh, you know, the the Republican Party is doing things like this. They're, you know, vehemently uh, uh, opposed to any kind of good thing happening to people. They're rolling back rights wherever they can. And and on a real quick note, yes, rights aren't guaranteed. We get that uh, edgy people on theorygram or whatever. Um, but you know, while the state is interacting with us as a power, uh, we have to work with whatever rights it grants us. Otherwise, they'll just kill us. And if the state is deciding that these are the rights you get or don't get, then we should be like, well, no, I would like these rights as well, etc. It's a negotiation. Right, that's we're we're not in an ideal place. Um, but what happens when you have people who believe in natural law and then you give them positive law? That's a right. It's a mess. It's a goddamn mess. I only believe in natural law, says the guy being crushed by the by the fucking state police boot. Um, (laughs) I don't accept your law as your brains are being stomped into the fucking ground. Yeah. I don't accept their law either. I just understand that it exists and I would like to, you know, at least make it not shitty. Yeah, there's there's a funny um yeah, there's there's a there's a good good like uh I guess it would be a meme essentially, but uh just a rewriting of that uh George Orwell quote. Uh it, it uh, I'll give you a vision of the future, but instead it's uh, I'll give you a vision of natural law. It's a boot stamping a human face forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you make it clear that you don't accept. All of us are free. You, you whip out your sovereign citizen ID that you printed off of uh, the internet. <laughs> and they deport you to your made-up country, uh, which is just the middle of the ocean with cement shoes. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, anyway, so while the Republicans are doing this kind of shit, you know, rolling back the rights that the state, which we don't like, but, you know, have to deal with, uh, they're doing all of this. Uh, Nancy Pelosi decides to once again pull out her old line, which I thought this was a repost when I first saw it. I was genuinely like shocked that at this stage of things, she would still pull out this fucking line that she uses all the time, uh, which is uh, Nancy Pelosi. U.S. needs a strong Republican Party, not a cult. Mm -hmm. How many times has that line worked? Zero times. Um, the Republican Party is not really a cult necessarily. It's a uh, it's just a political party that's doing exactly what it aims to do, and it's uh, effectively utilizing power to achieve those aims. Um, which would be neat if another political party would do that to achieve the things they say they want to achieve, but it is pretty clear they don't actually have their heart in the game. Uh, but anyways, let's watch this clip. Oh, it's a clip. Yeah. Well, hold on. Before we play the clip, can you scroll up really quick? Look at those ads. Yeah, yeah John, I'm, I'm really sorry, man. Uh, working, <laughs> yeah. in, working in the industry I work in, this is what all my ads look like, too. So, I, I, I spread the, the listener, curse. It's the 
It's the same stupid ass Halo um, shower thing that we were looking at last thousand dollar shower head that doesn't even fucking move. Yeah, it, has a couple of sprays, settings and some fucking lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got a, it's got electricity in it. Yeah. <laughs> electricity it's and water famously mixing well. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Let's uh, let's go ahead and watch this clip. <laughs> I mean, the fossil fuel industry, they weigh in so significantly. I mean, how could it be that nobody on the Senate side cares, and the Senate cares about climate? Some of them do, and they talk about it. When it comes to the votes, it just isn't there. They just aren't there. So rather than saying, well, we have to defeat them, no, let's just try to persuade them. What? I want the Republican Party to take back the party, take it back to where you were, where you cared about a woman's right to choose, you cared about the environment. Is she having a flashback to, like, back to, like, the 60s or whenever she started fucking... Uh... Uh- uh, no, I think she's. I think she's having a flashback to when the uh, the Republican Party was actually like the uh, more liberal party of the two, uh, because you know <laughs> she says the uh, when when uh, the Republican Party cared about uh, women's right to choose. Can anyone alive today uh, recall a point in time where the Republican Party was about uh, the pro-choice agenda? Because I fucking can't. Yeah, no. I I'm telling you, her fucking her uh her orderlies forgot to give her her fucking uh adrenochrome. <laughs> right. Yeah. She, I mean, she she stumbles through a lot here, so I I yeah, she, I'm well, willing she, to she, she hit her pocket for some reason. Well, I actually like got a comment on I got a comment on that when I when I posted this to my story and someone said, "Ah, she hit her pocket to indicate where the uh the money she was paid with is." <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh, like a like a little pump. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's what I thought it was. Like she was like, like, "Oh god, I need a shot of that shit." Yeah, oh. yeah. Like she she was about to pass out, so she just fucking juiced herself with adrenaline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. Adrenaline. She has, not adrenaline. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. She she has an extremely small child in her pocket that she slams every <laughs> once in a while. The child goes back to cranking the machine. <laughs> I just I miss the old Republican Party where where they they had all these children around who were so useful because their hands are so small they can work the machines. <laughs> the, the old Republican Party, which wasn't afraid to say the N word. <laughs> we we need the Republican Party. Sorry, we need the Democrat Party to be the party. Of the before the Southern strategy. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I really fumbled that one. Yeah, it's okay. It was still kind of funny. I'll give it to you. I'm stupid, but funny. All right. But funny. John, continue playing this. uh, I said it because you said it, you know. I get it. John, go on. Here I am, Nancy Pelosi, saying this country needs a strong Republican Party, and we do. Not a cult, but a strong Republican Party. Who are these people? 
Uh, so this is the, uh, I'm glad yeah. you asked because I was going to bring it up. This is the Aspen uh, Ideas Convention. Ugh. Um, which <laughs> yeah, <that's>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tells you everything in the name. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's everything Ooh. you need to know about that. Um, yeah. it's basically just a bunch of like uh, business folks, um, the kind of uh, self-ascribed ideas people, uh, who who think going to a conference where you hear people like Nancy Pelosi talk is going to give you some kind of idea other than the uh, the status quo that's stepping us down towards hell. Um, sorry, uh, stepping us down towards hell. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, these people are, are brainwashed adherents to the, uh, to the neoliberal project. So yeah, of course they love this kind of stuff. Um, you know, she mentions in there and, and here I am, Nancy Pelosi saying we need yeah, a strong Republican. That's, that's yeah. what you say all the fucking time. That's not new. That's not yeah, exciting yeah. or different. Look, I... I, as the funds, you may not expect this. <laughs> I'm going to hit the I, <laughs> I would just like, yeah, I would just like to say, boop, a. Yeah, exactly. Um, totally unexpected. Really came out of left field with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh i don't well no uh, actually let's watch her like brain meltdown at the end that's that's funny so let's make this as bipartisan as possible and not but right now it's you know people say i signed up to be part of the climate this or that which means nothing unless you're going to put your vote or your signing up <laughs> signing up it so let's just strive to make it partisan um, let's strive to make a person is that what she said One person is injured in yeah, a car. so she says we need to be bipartisan uh you need to put your, sign put your, up put your, put, put your vote where you're signing up and the signing yeah. up of it uh and then, you, and then at the end she needs, says we need to make it partisan, <laughs> oh, partisan. <laughs> but my my, my no, favorite thing about that person <laughs> Right, yeah. Followed by one person is killed in a car accident. Uh, the, yeah. We need to make one person murdered in a car accident. Uh, but uh, but yeah, my, my my favorite thing about that was just the um, the essentially translating it to sane human being. What she's saying is, a lot of people they have all these great ideas about climate change or whatever the fuck, and um, your your great ideas aren't going to do anything about it so what you should do about it is nothing (laughs) (laughs) we would vote right now if we could she's uh she's very eloquent um yeah even without the adrenochrome i i think when she when she you know hit her pocket the adrenochrome didn't actually kick in and uh, there may have been a bit yeah, of panic Yeah, that's why she there. has wet stain in her pants. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's the adrenochrome yeah. dripping down through her, oh, no. her suit. Yeah, her, her geriatric nurse is going to get fucking murdered yeah. in a car yeah. accident. I've seen it happen. Um, next link, uh, which isn't okay. any better. How many of these do we have? We got a lot of them. Oh, no. Um, so, you know... Uh, John, go ahead and uh, I, I think this is playing without sound. Um, go ahead and start it just so we. <laughs> yeah, we can at least get through this ad, I guess. Mute that yeah. shit. 
Yeah. So abortion in America might be on the verge of being illegal, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's really good to see that abortion of journalism is still alive and well. And I I think we we need to watch this clip in which um, Face the Nation's uh, Margaret something or other, I forget her last name. Um, I was was aghast for a second because I really thought you were talking about a different story than this. And I was like, dude, (laughs) this is the wrong way to segue into that. Anyway, go on. No. Uh, I, I would not forget uh, the journalist we're going to mm. talk about later's name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The reason I don't care about this person's well, the name, name is not the problem. But... <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it's the. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> no, uh, this is a different abortion of journalism. Um, this is uh, state propaganda being um, uh, presented as journalism. Um, but this is. Uh, could you just scroll down so I can get her name, I guess? Margaret Brennan. Thank you. Um, and she's interviewing uh, Jim Tacklett, uh, who is the CEO of Lockheed Martin. Um, and uh, you're going to you're gonna hear some questions that seem like they're interrogating something, but really actually just giving this guy a platform to like, uh deliver his talking points on you know what needs to happen so that Lockheed Martin Martin can make a bunch more money uh you know pushing weapons into uh Ukraine uh essentially um so so go ahead and uh start playing this Lockheed Martin which makes some of the weapons the US is sending to Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Margaret. Uh, Happy Mother's Day to you. Uh, thank you very much for saying that. We hear time and again one of the most powerful <laughs> tools the Ukrainians have are these um anti-tank Russian tank busting uh missiles known as javelins. That's what your company jointly produces with Raytheon. How quickly can you scale up production to get more to them and to backfill what the U.S. has given up? Sure, Margaret. Well, the president visited us in Troy, Alabama to thank the workforce earlier this week. And we really appreciate what he's done for us. Uh, We are therefore on our side, uh, accelerating our investment in that factory and in our workforce there. So we're already investing ahead of time uh, to uh, buy tooling, to expand the plant, and also support our suppliers to get ready to ramp up production. So right now our capacity is 2,100 Javelin missiles per year. Uh, We're endeavoring- Doesn't he look like a slender man that like got through rehab? I'm glad you brought that up because there is something so off about this guy and all of his mannerisms and the way he fits into his skin and suit. Um, and maybe we can, skin we suit. can make, <laughs> we can make 2,100 javelin missiles every year and one of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, go ahead and keep playing it. Bring to take that up to 4,000 per year. Uh, Jesus. and that will take a, a number of months, maybe even a couple of years to get there because we have to get our supply chain to, to, to also crank up as we do. So we think we can almost double the capacity in a reasonable amount of time. Raytheon had said a different You're, system. The stinger uh, didn't even get going on. Go ahead. Yeah. No, just the, just this, this idea, you know, this uh, conflict in Ukraine, it's um, something that uh, we here 
would like to plan ahead yes. years in advance exactly. to make worse. <laughs> exactly the point I wanted to make with this. Fucking cool one, shit. One of, one of a couple of points that I want to make out of this and why I'm even bothering to play mm. something from Face the Nation, which I'm pretty sure the listener and all of us know is propaganda front for whatever the state wants to talk about. Um, what? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Newsflash, by the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, CBS sucks. Uh, and then also, um, yeah, uh, why are they planning to uh, expand their operation uh, over the course of years to ramp up uh, the production uh, so, so that we can have double the amount of weapons, javelins uh, in the world? How, how does that help us in the long run of things are we planning on this turning into something that lasts that many years again you know this this is a conflict that has arisen out of absolutely no dem- or diplomatic measures being taken uh the US using Ukraine as basically a uh, a point of goading Russia into something yes Russia also had their own reasons for invading we don't need to get into all that Russia did a bad thing uh, NATO and the U.S. have been doing bad things as well. Like, th- th- this is... And, you know, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later where we see a congressperson call it a proxy war, which he's right, even though he's a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently we're we're planning on this to last years. Uh, no quick resolution being sought or anything like that um, because uh, we're we're, you know, having this company invest in this uh, and you know Biden visited it personally the the production plant um so I wonder if there was any backroom talk that happened there like going hey Jack yeah get ready for the long haul here you're gonna make billions I mean ideally oh, this lasts forever <laughs> yeah we've always been at war with uh, Eurasia or whatever um continue John because more happens here and it's it's only gonna get worse Gross. I'm ramping that up till 2023, but you can start when exactly? Uh, we're starting now to ramp it up because we have an active production line right now that the president saw. Uh, and also we've got a supply chain that's active as, in addition to that. So we can start turning up the heat now and, and ramping the production immediately because of those circumstances. You said, um, well, you implied you're, you're basically doing on spec, right? Uh, right. You're anticipating that order is going to come through from the U.S. government. But you're a business person. You have to plan ahead. We don't know how long this war is going to last. Uh, CIA says, you know, Vladimir Putin thinks he's got to double down here. So how long are you planning for with this ramp up? We're planning for the long run and not just in the javelin, because this situation, the Ukraine conflict has highlighted a couple of really important things for us. One is that we need to have superior systems in large enough numbers. So like Javelin, Stingers, Advanced Cruise Missiles, uh, equipment like that. Looks so we know there's going to be increased demand for those <laughs> kinds of systems Throughout from the here. U.S. Okay. and for our allies as well and beyond into uh, Asia Pacific most likely too. The second really valuable lesson was control of the airspace is really critical. So the Ukrainians are managing to control their airspace. The Russian Air Force doesn't have free reign over the entire country. Um, and Looks the reason that they don't again. is because the Ukrainians uh-huh. can still fly their aircraft and they also have a pretty effective integration 
integrated air and missile defense system. So products and systems like F-16, F-35, Patriot missiles, we know that there's going to be increased demand for those kinds of uh, equipment too because the threat between Russia and China is just going to increase even after the Ukraine war. Uh, we Go hope it's over, over right soon. Uh, the threat yeah, between Russia and China on is only going to increase more. Is that is that a guaranteed uh uh like future that that Russia and China? Deebs, Deebs, <laughs> you're 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 being, you're being disingenuous. Uh, what what's so what, when you build a business plan? You need to plan for the future, and part of planning for the future is estimating events, uh, and sometimes, if it's uh, possible, uh, manipulating them in some way, uh, kind of a nasty-sounding word, in order to make your business plan make sense in the context and the market that you're playing in. And so, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of oh. course. <laughs> I, I I understand it from the yeah. business perspective. I, I'm no, just yeah, speaking yeah, yeah, to this yeah. from, I guess, maybe a, a hmm. humane perspective. Seems <laughs> naive. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly naive and childish of me to uh, to assume that maybe we could uh, normalize relationships with yeah. uh, other countries in the world. Um, well, like he 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 uh, he did. He kind of foreshadowed it too, which was cute. Where he's like, "We'll probably also need to be able to deal with the stuff in Asia and the Pacific." Right? No, and, and exactly. And and really, you know, cool. normalizing relationships with other uh, nations in the world. Um, also, mm -hmm. I don't know of any like actual conflict with China now, except for like maybe some economic. Uh, differences we have yeah, right. or, and we as in like the, yeah. Yeah, the United States and so like the foreshadowing of oh this is going to turn into some kind of conflict that we need uh, javelins and stingers and uh, you know other rocket propelled explosive devices for um, yeah. yeah it's it's uh, it's a, it's a mindset like I don't know. It's a mindset that that just uh, it, he wants to make his billions, and so he needs conflict to continue. And he's working with powerful people in, uh, you know, the the U.S. government to ensure that these conflicts continue to happen. Um, and yeah. and and it's weird how much he's giving away his hand here, and, and I don't think anybody watching really cares watching this like. If you tune in to face the nation, you don't really care because you've already like probably decided that Russia and China are enemies uh, inherently and we always need to fight them. Um, but for yeah. someone like us watching this, this is kind of horrific just how blatantly he's putting this out here. And yeah. there's and, and, you know, Margaret Brennan here is just. She is feeding him everything he needs to make all of his talking points and it's only going to continue oh, yeah. as we keep playing this. Lockhead Mort Martin Lockheed Lockheed Martin <laughs> more like more like cockhead Barton <laughs> more like Lockheed Charton you know <laughs> uh, John please uh please continue all playing right, this. yeah Sorry.
those two nations and regionally Iran and North Korea are not going to get less active. Probably they're going to get more active. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we want to make sure we can, can supply our allies and our country what they need to defend against. So, so what do you need to do that? Because you did say supply chain's an issue. I read right. that there's over, what, 250 microchips or semiconductors mm -hmm. in each javelin. That's right. Uh, we know there's an effort in Congress to get legislation to try to create more semiconductors here instead of relying on Asian suppliers. Mm -hmm. um, can you do this scale up without that kind of legislation? It will be extremely helpful to have the Bipartisan Innovation Act passed, for example, because we do need to invest more in the infrastructure uh, in the U.S. so we have domestic supply, especially in microprocessors. And so our production line can run today, but in the future, we're going to need more domestic capability and microprocessor, uh, not only design, but manufacturing, testing, et cetera, so that we have assured supply of those microprocessors go, go in the future. And there'll be quick. other... In, in, uh, so basically, Margaret Brennan's question is, what do you need Congress to do so that you can make more of these uh, killing devices? Um, which, you know, perfectly sets up his ability to say, you know, it'd be really nice if Congress passed the Bipartisan Innovation Act uh, so that we could have more microprocessors on hand and we don't have to rely on Asian suppliers who we want to go to war with in the future. Uh, we need to have more. To and, you know. I'm not anti-domestic product making, of course. I think things should be more decentralized in how we I source. I think everything should be made in Singapore. <laughs> oh, okay. Every, everything. Everything. I think, I think my dinner tonight should be made in Singapore. And what, like rocket delivered to your door or just served cold? Yeah, the, the Amazon cruise missile will bring it to your door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made by Lockheed Martin. <laughs> Dorian seems to have froze, and I hope he comes yep. back. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yep. they sent, they sent <laughs> I did freeze. I did freeze. I, I, I froze uh, because I didn't want to hear the truth you were spitting. Oh, yeah. You froze uh, just like the meal you're going to get from Singapore because there's no way to transport it otherwise. Yes. I don't know. Trying to segue yeah. that joke out. Uh, anyways, uh, John, keep playing this clip. What a fucking idiot. This is stupid. Yeah, inputs too, but that's one of the highlighted ones. Well, we've heard on this program time and again from business people how important mm -hmm. that is to get mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Congress still hasn't voted on it or voted it through. Right. Do you have any commitments from anyone here in Washington to, to get this to the president's desk soon? Well, we know that there's a lot of support for it, both in Congress, in the administration, Yes, it does. It takes years. Um, so we're collaborating right now, for example, with Intel. It's one of our partners in trying to drive what we call 21st century security into national defense. And we're going to need the most advanced processors, and we're going to need them to be customizable to defense needs as well. So having that domestic capability, again, to go all the way through production and testing is going to be more important in the future than it is even today. You also make uh, F-35 fighter jets you reference there. Germany's now trying to buy them. I mean, you, you have a lot of buyers in Europe right now, potentially. Do you have enough workers to meet all of these requests? Uh, we now, but we know, like, for example, in the F-16 line as well, that we're building up in South Carolina, bit, actually. Where she um, asked we the need question more workers. About workers. And so we're recruiting heavily. Oh, yeah. uh, we've got going to be more important in the future because than it is the, even the today. Because the look she has in her eyes uh, F-35 fighter jets honestly kind of demonic when she asks this question <laughs> and i want to make sure uh dorian sees it uh so go ahead uh, play jets it. you reference there germany is now trying to buy them i mean you you have a lot of buyers in europe right now potentially do you have enough workers to meet all of
Look at that. Do you have enough workers? Mm. The concern in her eyes, like, are enough people in your factories there to make more F thirty fives to make all Mike, the javelins? It, it's it's telling that you refer to uh, this expression as uh, demonic, because I would refer to it as horny. Okay, well, maybe it's demonically horny. When, for when you're yes. horny, when you're horny Bombs for killing and... people, I call that demonic. <laughs> horny for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the, that's the definition there. Yeah, demonic, horny for murder. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> of these requests, we have enough now, but we know, like for example, in the F sixteen line as well, that we're building up in South Carolina. Actually, um, we need more workers, and so we're recruiting heavily. Uh, we've got a very strong workforce in Fort Worth, Texas, where we make the F-35, so that production line is running just fine now. We've got sufficient employees there to do that. But in other parts of the country, uh, and ultimately in Texas, we're going to need to actually hire more people. All right. Uh, thank you very much for giving us insight into your business. Glad to do it. Being here in person. We'll be right back. Good. Glad to have this so, platform from which I could uh, deliver all of my... Uh, finally, I get a girl's desires. night out. Just go ahead and close this tab. Just close it. Oh, you oh, clicked on it. Click Why would you ad? click on it? That's, uh, that's Megan Trainer. Why would you night. ever click on something Megan Trainer is that, that uh, oh. all about that bass, not the treble song singer? Is that, is that her? I think so. I, 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 oh, I wow. want internet herpes. If, close if I, the goddamn window. <laughs> <laughs> if no, I, it's if I just misidentified um, Megan Trainer, I'm sorry. <laughs> but go ahead, please. Through a proxy. Uh, would you would so would you rather uh, have to deal with one of well not not even deal with actually no no that, that works. Would you rather have to deal with someone like that guy or an Eric Prince type? Um. I consider them kind of equal. They're totally different. They're totally different archetypes. No, no, no. They're just I, both awful people. Yeah, yeah. I consider them equal as as uh, terms of how awful they are. Say they're, they're they're like working the same role, like ignoring what their companies do. They're both trying to sell, I don't know, explosive dildos. <laughs> explosive dildos to children in a foreign country. Um yeah, <laughs> to win the, the the new proxy war against China and Africa, you can tell that uh, I forget that guy's name, Jim Tykert or Tacklert or whatever. Uh, Cockhead co Farton. Yeah, was his name? S Skin suit McGee. Um, yeah, you can tell that that if that guy was ever like actually questioned on anything, he would not know what to say. And he would yeah. just start stammering and then like eventually get really frustrated and, and maybe like sob a little bit. I think he's a shrieker. He he probably yeah. is he a looks shrieker. Like a shrieker to me. Um whereas Eric Prince, I think, would be able to handle himself better and then he would have uh Blackwater thugs kill me. So I don't know. I would rather deal with the skin suit McGee than Eric Prince, who's like a different kind of skin suit guy. Yeah. Guess you don't want to die. Yeah, skin suit are... McGee only <laughs> has like rent a cops at his factory. Yeah. 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 He, he he doesn't yeah. he doesn't deal in death like personally. It's it's all just like but, a but business here's the model thing, for is him. Your, 
Yeah, but you're you're ignoring my entire point, though. I which know is, they both do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're talking about their personalities. Oh, they're per- well. That's that's what I mean by personality. Is I think Eric my Prince- my personality type is I have an army. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Eric Prince is a much more uh, much more um, aggressive and assertive person, whereas Skinsuit McGee is yeah. like incapable he, he was having trouble with what were essentially like alley-oop questions like here i've passed you the ball now you know take it the couple of inches it needs to go into the hoop so um, it's 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 funny because i i feel the opposite i mean i think you're right assessing their personalities to, to a degree but but i would rather we just had a bunch of eric prince types because then you just have assholes being assholes to one another uh you don't have someone who comes up to you and then you say sir i disagree with you and he says well that's interesting you say no seriously i disagree and then <laughs> he shits himself a little bit and then and then he does something extremely rash <laughs> like he does something insane Damn. like he throws his shit at you and then he calls eric prince uh, to deal with it, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah, I, I see where you so where you're coming from here. Yeah, I just these these like really cowardly weirdos are so much scarier, uh, especially in terms of like this weird geopolitics war market than the people that are just like I uh, want to kill everyone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like the difference between like your uh, your Bill Gates's and your Elon Musk's, right? Like Elon Musk. Oh will... god, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill Gates would be more of the uh, the Eric Prince type because he's he's got yeah, that yeah, that yeah, yeah. old he's power willing behind to, him. to bomb his stock prices. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Elon Musk is uh he doesn't quite know what he's no. doing all the time. Um, anybody who like genuinely questions him, you know, he, he starts like getting oh. into little fits. Um, he's probably got a security okay, blanket made out of human skin. Yeah. He's also a skin suit McGee kind of guy. Um, yeah. all I'm saying is I don't trust nerds. Yeah. What, which, which, you know, between yeah. Elon Musk and yeah. Bill Gates, Bill Gates is the actual nerd. Yeah. Elon Musk is just a guy that, you know, likes slavery. That's not nerdy. That's evil and despicable. And, you know, he should be strung up for it probably, but not Mm -hmm. nerdy. Whereas Bill Gates is like, I'm going to buy all the farmland in the U.S. so that I can own all the farmland in the U.S. Um, I'm also going to... It is a nerd thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) And then... When they're hungry, they'll need to come to me, sort of stuff, you know? You just imagine imagine going, uh, you go on a date with someone, and you're trying to get to know them, and they're just like, I'm such a nerd. And you're like, oh, really? So, like, what are you into, like, Lord of the Rings or something? <laughs> like and Marvel they say, I bought, I bought all of the farms. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You get my point. Uh, <laughs> it's not like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you really nerdy about? Like trains or no farmland? 
<laughs> I made rainwater collection illegal. <laughs> uh, it's my it's my favorite movie, but uh, there will be blood. Daniel Plainview, mm. total nerd. Oil, yeah, drainage, Eli. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, You're not my son. <laughs> this next fun clip uh, is a uh, congressman. Um, Seth Moulton. Uh, could, could, could you actually scroll up? Because uh, this is from Ryan Grimm, uh, who is a very good reporter that you should, uh, you should pay attention to. Uh, but uh, Seth Moulton, uh, a Democrat, uh, interestingly enough, um, we're not just at war to support the Ukrainians. We're fundamentally at war, although somewhat through a proxy with Russia, and it's important that we win. Um, you can play the clip, uh, but that, that pretty much says everything it needs to. I only have 10 seconds left uh, for each of you, if you could. But if they wrap this in the Senate uh, with a Ukraine funding and a COVID funding, you guys okay with that, Congressman Moulton? Look, I'm going to support it because it's the right thing to do for Ukraine. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of politics involved, and there will be domestic debates here at home about other policies and whatnot. But at the end of the day, we've got to realize we're at war. And we're not just at war to support the Ukrainians. We're fundamentally uh, at war, although somewhat through a proxy, with Russia. And it's important that we win. Congressman Turner? I only have 10 seconds left. Why does everyone named Seth look like that? I don't know, man. Why does consult the phrenologist? I'm not one of them. Look like Seth. Look like that. Why does everyone <laughs> named Seth look like that? It's just a very Seth uh, uh, face face structure, I guess. I'm sorry. I, I had a roommate named Seth. Did he look? It wasn't like even that? his real name. He he but just he went did by look that. Like that. <laughs> he went by that name because he looked like this. <laughs> Is, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what's tripping me out right now. I'm losing my mind. His name was Miles, <laughs> <laughs> and he went as Seth because he looked like that. Damn, I never knew why. Now you know. Maybe, maybe that's him. Um. No. So to uh, to further <laughs> no. the point that we're in uh, essentially a proxy war. Uh, go ahead and go to the next link, John. Without that ad. Uh, U.S. intelligence helping Ukraine kill Russian generals, report says. Um, so, you know, U.S. intelligence is feeding information to Ukraine uh, so that they can kill Russian generals. Um, how is the U.S. gathering this intelligence? Probably not by, you know, some kind of covert operation over there or anything like that. Um, but, uh, you know, this just furthers the point that we are essentially in a proxy war. And uh, this proxy war is extremely dangerous and could lead to a hot war uh, between two nuclear powers, the U.S. and Russia. Uh, because, you know, this kind of stuff can only get out there so much before Russia says, okay, we have, you know, a clear indication that uh, the U.S. is supporting Ukraine in such a way that we can't ignore it anymore. And now they're also, you know, a, a an enemy of ours. I'm not saying that Russia is going to invade the U.S. That's ridiculous and, and way beyond the pale of anything that's remotely achievable. Uh, but, you know, this is uh, this is something we should not be involved in. 
it's it's something that we should have never been involved in from the very beginning um and now the more we get involved in this the more it, it becomes clear that the u.s is uh not even just like a benefactor of ukraine necessarily but like uh calling the shots for what ukraine is doing giving ukraine all the information it needs um conducting you know clearly intelligence operations in support of ukraine uh where where is the line drawn between this is the u.s actively engaging in war or it's just a proxy war which you know a proxy war is no different than a hot war except there's like a plausible deniability about it um so you know that that's cool that sucks um and and you know just just think about it when when the bombs start falling and everybody you love is being vaporized at least the lockheed martin skin suit mcgee guy made a lot of money off of it that's cool i guess yeah put, put some mean, people it, it to work was... you know jobs very important yeah and he's got you know three mega yachts Mm-hmm. One mega yacht mm-hmm. for himself and the other two for his armies. <laughs> yeah. Um oh we've got one more <sighs> Ukraine thing. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, go ahead and go to the next link. Uh so the House passes a 40 billion Ukraine package to provide humani- or military and humanitarian aid. Healthcare, please. Right. Does each javelin come with a sandwich? It does. Um, yeah. But it's strapped to the javelin. So. <laughs> so, you know, the the entire cost of the 20 years of war in Afghanistan came out to $3 trillion. Uh, the war in Ukraine um, has been going on since, like, late February. Um so if we if we talk about how much we're spending and and not to reduce this down to just like the math of uh you know how much money we're putting into anything necessarily but uh we are funding this you know by the timeline more than we funded the Afghan war uh which we were engaged in in 20 for for 20 years um the other thing uh John if you could scroll down just a little bit um, which is which is very interesting. Uh, go ahead and s- uh, zoom in a little bit. All right. So uh, the House voted uh, 368 to 57 after President Joe Biden urged quick congressional action. And Republicans balked, balked at passing uh, an additional 10 billion in COVID relief funds alongside the military and humanitarian assistance for Ukraine. Uh, that that ten billion in COVID relief funds would have gone to you know uh, the United States citizens who are um, having trouble dealing with all the uh, tumult of the economy and uh, the impact of COVID right now. So this this was a package bill where it was like, okay, let's give forty billion dollars to Ukraine. Let's give ten billion dollars in uh, you know relief to uh, uh, American citizens who are suffering from uh, the the effects of COVID. Um, go ahead and uh, scroll down just a little bit more. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> this is, uh, McConnell, uh, Mitch McConnell talking. 
I had a chance to call the president last week and request that the Ukraine package move by itself and quickly, McConnell, a Republican from Kentucky, said at a news conference Tuesday afternoon. I think we're on the path to getting that done. Uh, so basically, they decoupled the uh, the COVID relief for United States citizens from this bill so that it could just be purely a uh, a uh, Ukraine uh, war funding uh, bill. Um and uh, what it turns out is that Biden agreed to those terms, cut the uh, the COVID relief from the bill, or made the call to you know Democratic leaders to cut cut this from from the bill, and uh, they just pass it as a standalone uh, war in Ukraine bill. Um, well, it's only fair if we help people suffer there, we help people suffer here. You know, it's it's yeah, yeah and and you know the 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 thing is, uh, this this vote happens as um there's a baby formula shortage right now uh in in which i i believe the last figure i saw was there's a a 45 percent out of stock rate uh of all baby formula uh so that means is it because we've run out of babies is that is that why (laughs) no actually we're we're only going to get more of those uh thanks to recent legislation um what or not re- recent legislation. Well, yeah, recent legislation and also, you know, the, the Supreme Court ruling uh, that that's definitely going to be passed down. It's all an elaborate plot to sell baby formula. Um, well, I mean, that that would be the case if we could make enough baby formula, which we can't right now. We need more babies to make the formula. <laughs> baby formula is babies uh yeah. it's like a soylent Ever green, seen soylent green? Yeah. yeah soylent green moment um but yeah no uh you know we, we have this crisis here at home which is uh nobody has adequate health care uh people are you know drowning in, in the economic circumstances of uh you know what covid has done to the uh, you know the economy in general um and and we have people who are unable to feed their children because there's no baby formula available um which by the way baby formula should be free and readily accessible to anyone um and and people are price gouging baby formula now which is disgusting maybe jordan peterson was right and we need uh, state-mandated girlfriends mm. thinking something with, like, big mommy milkers, you know? Yeah. So, so the, And if the we just is... give everyone what? Well, I mean, the thing is that... that I don't the see reason, any problems with this. Is the reason that baby formula is necessary because uh, uh-huh. not, not every uh, person with mammary glands can provide enough milk yeah for uh-huh. for the uh the drinkers of said uh-huh. milk um okay other other complications arise uh with you know raising a child sometimes it just doesn't uh work every week and so you need a little supplemental yeah, assistance that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> is we need the state to mandate Perhaps, you know, more if you have more kids and things like that, or if you need more so, so you get economic more assistance or more, something. The more children you, you have. Exactly. Exactly. This seems, uh, this seems incredibly mommy more. mommy milkers. <laughs> this seems, this, and, this. and maybe 
the Mormons are right. They are the most American uh, religion, and so we should probably be building our eh, new constitution off of that. I would say Scientology is the they... more American religion, but um, <laughs> Mormonism anyway. is, is firmly rooted in American tradition, but uh, mm. Scientology way more American because it relies on lawsuits so much. <laughs> yeah, but you know that that firmly relying on American tradition thing is what I'm talking about, right? All right like, well. and so we should we should be making our decisions constitutionally based on the Mormon faith. <laughs> uh, you know, technically, since most of the CIA is Mormons, I think we are, anyways. But um, there you go. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. Everyone just needs twelve to thirty-five goth GFs with. Oh my god, that's the clip I'm gonna get fired for for some reason. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and go to the next. I'm gonna link. put it on a soundboard. Oh um, no! So if we needed more good news, thankfully we have it. Um, so. The uh, the NPR article we're looking at right now reads, The son of late dictator Marcos has won the Philippines' presidential election. Uh, he goes by uh, Bong Bong Marcos. Uh, I refuse to call him by his real name, which is Ferdinand. Uh, so Bong Bong here um, is the son of a previous <laughs> dictator. Yeah, Bong Bong, right? You can't I'm take sorry. him seriously. No, no. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that it it really means something when the name Bong Bong is less silly than than your other name. For, for name. <laughs> yeah. Because if someone if if someone comes up to me, uh, like if someone if someone attacks me in an alley. Yeah. And says, my name's Ferdinand. Give me your wallet. I'm going to laugh in your face. Yeah. If you say my name's Bong Bong. Oh, fuck. I'll think about it. At least I'll think like. He might have a gun yeah. because I'm a racist. I turned <laughs> no. this into a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, ooh, Ferdinand, that's rough. Um, but yeah, uh, so so he's the son of uh, uh, the Marcos family, uh, which was uh, a dictatorial family in the Philippines. I, I think what, like twenty years ago now, something like that. Um, and, uh, they were so bad that they were literally chased out of the fucking country. Um, he, he claims that, you know, uh, despite the fact that he was complicit in everything his family did, uh, ruled as a governor for several years during his family's reign, uh, you know, he's different than the rest of his family. And so you shouldn't judge him by what his family did. Also, anytime, uh, someone says, Hey, where the fuck is all the money that you stole from us? Uh, he he goes like ah I don't have it uh, so I can't give it to you uh, but somehow he was able to fund his political campaign. Uh, Dorian, I, I can see you say you want you want to say something, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It, well, well, no, I just wanted to point out another interesting historical fact that's actually very similar. It's eerily similar, actually, which is that um, in the 1960s there was actually a very short-lived uh, chancellor of Germany named Bong Bong Hitler. <laughs> yeah. I can't even say the joke with a straight face. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Um 
Okay, so yeah, I, I, I actually wasn't too far off. Uh, 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 the yeah. the 1986 People Power Pro Democracy Revolt uh, ousted his his uh, father. Um, the uh, Mike, the, Mike, the Mike. other cool thing that's happening. I, I don't know. Do you want to shit post before I say the other cool thing that's happening? You make the choice here. No, I mean. I, I was just going to, it's not even a, sh- it doesn't have to be a shit post. Anytime you start off but, with Mike, 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 <laughs> it's a shit post. Okay. But go ahead. That's, that's a good point. But no, you said about 20 years ago, uh, and it's natural for us to look at the eighties as 20 years ago. Yeah. 30 years but ago. That's like 40 years ago, 40 years ago, <laughs> whatever. Um, I wasn't too far off. All right. Th- this was before I was born. So, I'm 20 years you're, old-ish. You're, you're 19. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're finally able to have your gender-affirming surgery. I'm, I'm actually about to have my uh, my 15th, 21st birthday. Um, no, I guess it would be four, 14th, 21st birthday. Yeah. Gave Good thing you don't an... need math for your job. Yeah. It's just yeah. uh, it's just measuring and <laughs> <Yeah>. guessing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other cool thing is that uh, I, I believe it's been confirmed now, but uh, uh, Sarah Duterte, um, a name that may, uh, the last name at least, may sound familiar to some people, um, Duterte being the current uh, weirdo uh, authoritarian despot that's in charge of the Philippines right now. Um, she's the vice president uh to the other child of dictators so that's could you clarify what you just said there oh okay um so so uh the daughter of the current dictator is yeah. vice president to the guy that just won the presidency who was the son of the dictators so did he like Are you saying that she married Bong Bong? No, 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 no. It's like Kamala and, and Joe relationship, yeah. uh, except they're both the children of dictators. Yeah. So yeah, except if Kamala was Obama's daughter. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I guess that kind of makes sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, instead of Kamala being the daughter of this super based king who disowned his daughter. <laughs> Do you think uh, Kamala Harris could have uh, could have gotten the vice presidency if her name was Kamala Obama? Probably not. Yeah, no. Do you want to just say that name one time? Kamala Obama. <laughs> <laughs> right, John. Kamala Obama. It's a little bit fun. It's really fun more fun cool. or it's less fun than you're making it out to be it's yeah. pretty fun hey listener say this <laughs> to yourself say it into the right microphone now. in your phone we can hear it kamala obama <laughs> you know i'm i'm actually proud of you you've <sighs> learned how to you, you've learned how to say kamala harris's name i did it i it did it, it guys. only took like I'm... a year and a half of uh her being vice president for you to get that right i'm an ally Okay. <laughs> to cops. <laughs> to cops. Yeah. I'm a I'm a rent yeah. pig. Get the fuck off my podcast. <laughs> um, Danko, known cop. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, that was close. The, the next link is one that uh, uh, Danko submitted. Um, a what? Yeah, oh, you, yeah, you actually put something <laughs> in this week. Oh, and last week, and maybe the week before. I'm not sure. I've been a good boy. Yeah, you have been. I'm very proud of you. Um, Say it. I mean, say it. You're a good. Say the words. You're a good boy. Finland's president is like a weird, like fucking Lugosi. (laughs) I was gonna say like mythological, like owl person. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's just what Lugosi is. Uh, so yeah, if you uh, if you would like to uh, preface this and uh, tell us what I mean, I, I have my my suspicions of why you wanted to bring this up, but go ahead and uh, give it to us. I mean, it's it's just extremely funny, and it makes sense. But it's you know this heightening of tensions here. Finland's leaders call for NATO membership without delay, yeah, which is just the most terrifying hilarious um they refused to join nato for a long time they were staying pretty you know um they 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 were being very nordic about it uh where they weren't joining either side and they were going to kind of stand off on their own and now they're making this request and it's uh it rules it's uh it bodes well for the future you know what's what's also really funny about this is this is news that came out earlier today. Um, Erdogan in Turkey uh, is mm. uh, opposed to uh, Finland and Sweden joining NATO, uh, and and so now we have an army of libs saying, "Oh, how dare Turkey be like this about it?" And it's like you're you're missing the point of what NATO is and like. <laughs> Like being outraged over over Turkey, like trying to limit membership to NATO is like not the problem. Yeah, Turkey's a, a shitty country right now with with Erdogan in charge, but uh, NATO is a detestable, evil organization that is doing no good in the world. Um, yeah, I mean, we should kick Turkey out of NATO just because it's funny. I mean, yeah, it would be funny. Uh, I think we should keep uh Turkey in NATO. And then we should kill NATO, mm. um, because NATO hey, sucks. Was that a was that an implicit threat against uh, Turkey, though? No, 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 no. You, it was you, an implicit racist? threat against uh, NATO is bad. Um, oh, or not not an implicit threat against that. I'm just saying NATO is bad, and uh, you know we should we shouldn't accept more people into it because they they don't need to be a part of all this. And. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what social media account are you posting your manifesto to? Um, called uh, at Discopathic. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> um, no, I, I just you know it's it's bizarre to me how people miss the point on stuff like this, where you know you've got all these people outraged about oh how how dare Turkey you know try to try to prevent finland from joining nato uh without asking the question of like what does nato do and uh why would we consider finland joining nato a good thing and and i do think it is funny that finland has resisted joining nato for a long time and now they're like oh shit we need to join nato uh which is like completely reactionary to whatever is happening and you know like if and, and and you know like the the fact that Finland is being entertained as a NATO partner, and uh, Ukraine 
has always had this like carrot dangling in front of them of NATO membership. And like, it's always been understood that NATO membership is never going to be given to Ukraine, but we're like implicitly understanding that Finland is probably going to get NATO membership. Um, Both of these are border states of Russia. And uh, it's uh, extremely telling that one is receiving this kind of preferential treatment over the other. Yeah, it, and it's also, I mean, in, in my mind, pretty funny that uh, all of these people really seem to believe still that international law exists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you join NATO, I mean, for funding and, and all sorts of different things, uh, but, but ultimately, you join NATO so that if uh, Russia ever transgresses against you everyone else lashes out at russia uh on your behalf right uh and and the idea that that would happen (laughs) is is so good um because we uh as the u.s haven't started countless uh, uh internationally illegal conflicts over the last century um it's yeah i i, I don't know it, it it's really mind-boggling and i'm appreciative to some degree that that illusion is there that international law is is real and uh and actionable but holy shit guys like <laughs> oh like, like we my... need to join santa's <laughs> workshop <laughs> well, well it goes back to the uh to the natural law joke we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. where uh you know <laughs> Uh, let let me paint a picture of uh, international law in the future, which is a boot stamping on your face forever. But this time you're like, I have allies as your brains are being crushed into the pavement. <laughs> well, it's 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 like it's comically enough, kind of the opposite, where it's in within the borders of the U.S. Everyone's so obsessed with like, well, natural law. Everyone has their own rights, which are kind of innately established by God or or just by being a person or whatever. And then you get to the international level and it all becomes positive in, in this sense, sense where everyone just keeps saying, well, we made a rule on paper, so now it's real. <laughs> Nobody will ever it, use chemical weapons again. And if they right. do, we will be very upset at them. And it's like it literally works the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> where where in inside of a state apparatus, of course, like there's the naturalistic qualities which need to be considered like force works and stuff like that. Uh, but, but it's, it's really like the nitty gritty of the law that you're able to rely on more uh, like zoning laws and shit like that actually matter. Uh, but then you go off into the international level and it all becomes naturalistic. Uh, not entirely like it's a reduction, but, but generally speaking, that's the case where it's just like, no, if someone else wants to bomb you, they're going to do it because they don't have a dad. <laughs> yeah. You know? and, um, like, yeah, it's all natural law at a certain point. That that ties into our next subject, uh, which, which is the thing that happened in uh, Palestine. Mm. Um, and uh, this the State uh, Department briefing by Ned Price, who 
you know, right there behind Skin Suit McGee guy that we uh, we talked about earlier. Uh, this is also a Skin Suit guy, um, and and he receives some uh, difficult questions and can't answer them uh, with any kind of competency because they're real questions, and he's a state puppet. Um, so go ahead and uh, start playing this, John. Lead starts. Uh, let me start by saying that we are absolutely heartbroken uh, to learn of the killing of Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abouakla and injuries to her producer Ali Samoudi uh, today in the West Bank. We send our deepest condolences to Shireen's family, her friends and loved ones, and strongly condemn her killing, as we do the killing of journalists around the world. Shireen was a veteran reporter. She was followed closely by those who care about the region and is mourned by all who knew her. The secretary spoke just one week ago on World Press, Press Freedom Day about the fundamental role journalists play in the free flow of information. What a weird location for his teleprompter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been fixated on that. Yeah. Frankly, the the reason we shouldn't have teleprompters isn't isn't even so much that we shouldn't have people with prepared speeches uh, no, saying prepared speeches you know, are talking fine. points. Um, it just but, makes it weird. Exactly. No, like like we shouldn't have teleprompters because uh, if the state's going to exist at all, it should either be an absolute fucking clown show, in which case get rid of the teleprompters, exactly. or it shouldn't be a clown show at all, in which case have people that know how to fucking talk and like look at people, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, teleprompters just make you uncanny and weird and uh, no matter if you're totalitarian or anarchistic or somewhere in between so long as you're not in that gross goopy middle uh, we all agree yeah and when you when you place them to like bottom left it looks like he's staring at somebody in the front row's crotch or something I yeah and, and that's <laughs> like that's somebody really... like somebody's balls are hanging out like fucking like <laughs> right on the front row <laughs> well, what it really comes down to is I would like Ned Price to look me in the eyes while he fucks me you know oh yeah yeah he looks look, just like that look directly into my eyes yeah, yeah. why you fuck me uh go on that would that, that would be a weird fetish wouldn't it to like buy a teleprompter oh i, I thought you were talking about <laughs> then, eye contact uh... <laughs> by the way we're not watching 12 minutes of this are we no thank god yeah okay. No, uh, just like the first four minutes and then like the yeah. ending. Ah! Yeah. Get like, the fuck First over four it. minutes and then another four minute segment. Ah, well, and then an, another four minutes. You're segment. only postponing this uh, by. I'll have you know it's 4 a.m. here. It's not. It's 6 a.m. here. <laughs> it, it, impossible. Yeah, that's not how time zones work. It's 8 a.m. tomorrow here. I know where you fucking live. Are we in the same time zone, though? You are. Yeah. Yeah. So if John's okay, you're okay. I I haven't complained once. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a heavier drinker than you are. (laughs) Oh, baby sweepie. I'm a a sweepie boy. (laughs) Can we we play the clip? I have the munchies. (laughs) Yeah, that was fine. ideas, opinions, including dissenting ones, as being essential to inclusive and tolerant societies. It is heart-wrenching to see the killing of another journalist just one week later. We call for an immediate and thorough investigation and full accountability. Investigating attacks on independent media and prosecuting those responsible are of paramount importance. 
We will continue to promote media freedom and protect journalists' ability to do their jobs without fear of violence, threats to their lives or safety, or unjust attention. Her death is a tragic loss and an affront to media freedom everywhere. With that, I'll take the questions. On this yes. uh, situation, when you call for an immediate and thorough investigation, who exactly do you want to do that? This guy's really good. Uh, we, it is important to us that those who are responsible for her death uh, be held responsible, that full accountability uh, be ensured in this case. Okay, but my Pause. is not that. My no. Never mind. I forgot. He's literally going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go on. I, I would. I would uh, try to suggest that we make it through the the first four minutes without without any pauses. Shut up. Because uh, he's Deems. he's going to ask all the the questions that we would ask here. Yeah. Who do you think a credible investigation into her death that would be accepted by all parties, including the United States. Well, in this case, I'm not going to prejudge where any investigation may go. We've seen, of course, that the Israeli Defense Forces uh, have already announced that there is an investigation uh, underway. We welcome that announcement. Uh, it is important to us. It is important to the world uh, that that investigation be thorough, uh, that it be comprehensive, that it be transparent. And importantly, uh, that investigations end with full accountability and those responsible uh, for her death um, being held responsible for their actions. Okay, but I mean, do you want the Palestinians to be involved in the investigation? Uh, the IDF has announced an investigation. Uh, right, that's the IDF. Correct. <laughs> I standing for Israel. That's correct. So, um, what about the Palestinians? Because there are, there are calls in Israel for the Palestinians to take part in this. What, what is, and I'm sure the Palestinians will do their own uh, review as well. We've heard uh, statements from both Israelis and Palestinians over the course uh, of the day. What is important to us is that those responsible for this killing uh, be held accountable for their actions. Okay. So, well, all right. So just one more thing and then I'll defer. Uh, but uh, are you confident that Maybe you're not because the investigation hasn't been done. But does it appear to you, circumstances right now, as you know, that she was targeted because she was a journalist? I'm not going to prejudge an investigation. That's precisely why we're calling for an investigation. We've heard the statements uh, that she was clearly uh, she was wearing a tire that was clearly marked her as uh, a journalist, but we are going to wait for the investigation uh, to go where it goes. Uh, we are going to wait uh, to hear where the facts lead in this case, and importantly, uh, to see the accountability uh, that is mounted in the aftermath of that investigation. So, yeah, all right, go ahead and uh, pause right here. I'm, I'm just going to say really quickly that, you know, he, he mentioned her attire, uh, which is, uh, honestly, it's, it's a fair point, because she shouldn't have been dressed up as the USS Liberty, um, and maybe the Israelis wouldn't have uh, attacked her. Yeah. Um, shit jeez uh yeah so yeah rub rub your face like i gave you an instant headache <laughs> you didn't give me a whole lot of options there um, it's like oh fuck oh, uh so you know uh notably uh matt lee that's that's the gentleman who was asking these questions he's an ap Thank reporter you, he's very good at this kind of thing um uh matt lee asked 
are the Palestinians going to get any kind of review of the situation and deliver their own like uh, investigation? Um, and Nerd Price's fucking response is uh, the IDF is going to do the investigation, and Matley, you know, presses him. That's IDF, Israel Defense Force. Um, and then, uh, you know, nerd prices responses. Oh, well, yeah, the Palestinians, I'm sure will do something. Um, but you know, whether or not that's going to be taken seriously by the state department, of course, it's not going to be taken seriously by the state department because Israel is a project of the UN and the U S uh, to have a secure foothold in the middle East. And so they'll never question what the, the Israeli defense force does. They'll never question what the state of Israel does against the palestinian people uh they're they're just going to always play this this game of like oh we have the plausible deniability that we're not sanctioning a ethnic cleansing um and uh we're we're just going to keep towing this line of like oh we want these people to be held accountable because these are the actions of individuals who are bad apples in the system sort of thing uh when when the system itself is uh you know oriented towards this project of ethnic cleansing against the palestinian people yeah um, I'll, I'll i'll give two minor edits the first of which uh is that uh yeah we won't criticize them for anything they do to palestinians but we just won't criticize them for anything they do to anyone including americans true like it's just we just do not give a fuck which which, which is a good edit hurt. because um Shireen Abu Akla is a, a Palestinian American journalist. Oh yeah, uh, uh, right. And and you know the Six Day War was against a lot of countries <laughs> and, and and shit like that. And then like I said with my shit post, but like still a real thing, the USS Liberty, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like all all of this, you know, Israel does what they want. They lash out at who they want, and we're just like, okay, I'm sorry that you're pissing your pants. What, what can we do? We're sorry that you you smeared shit all over the walls. Uh, and the uh, second thing i've uh i've forgotten because all of this is a nightmare <laughs> cool yeah john yeah. go ahead and go to the uh the jump ahead link that i provided for you uh where where we see the end of all these questions um this gentleman also asked some good questions uh Saeed, uh, his name is escaping me who asked questions after matt lee also asked a bunch of good questions and and basically just condemns uh nerd price uh on <laughs> on, on the responses he's giving um and, and then they talk about uh uh how uh, the IDF destroyed that uh that news uh uh like oh yeah the news tower the news tower in Palestine um under the uh the pretense that there was uh there was um uh Hezbollah uh, insurgents basically operating out of there. It's all bullshit. Which the the investigation is, has turned up nothing essentially. Yeah, which is also a thing that, uh, in my understanding, uh, it, maybe these were slightly different situations, but has not just happened one time. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is this is a thing that happens. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. <laughs> it's a thing they do. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this this is the end of the exchange and. Uh, you know, doubling down on 
Israel's going to do a proper investigation, uh, and we, we trust them. Because why would they do an investigation and not be honest? Uh, so go ahead. Our role every time an American citizen is uh, uh, passes overseas, whether that individual, um, uh, however that individual succumbs, is to provide appropriate passes. consular support. Uh, we'll be providing any necessary consular support uh, in this case. Uh, but what we are calling for uh, is an investigation, a comprehensive, a thorough investigation uh, that ends with accountability. Thank you. Um, so uh, interesting what, what he starts to say. Anytime an American citizen is asses in a different country, um, I, I think what he meant to say is murdered or killed at, at the very least. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the passive voice that could be used. In this country, do you take any responsibility or policies? I think our policies not heard. Yeah, uh, go, go ahead and close that shit out. Why do you have autoplay on, John? Uh, I don't, because uh, I'm a peasant. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fine. Close it. We'll go to the next link. Um, But yeah, be before we talk about the next link, yeah, it's just, uh, it's extremely interesting how he starts to say what he probably should say. Uh, what, what's interesting about somebody like Ned Price is that he just sucks at his job, which is to like be mm. the the uh, State Department mouthpiece, and uh, you know he's just bad at it because he he'll find himself tripping up on things like anytime an American citizen is or passes, and you know however they succumb overseas, um, we we we'll all know demand investigations. Yeah, we'll and and we'll provide consular support. Uh, in, in that body. investigation um yeah uh before the next link uh can we Please. take a break sure let's uh let's go ahead and i don't uh, even want to do this podcast anyway fuck you guys bye all right i'm, I'm hitting the intermission button and we'll be right back go tinkle
<clears throat> hey, John, let me know if you can hear me. Hey, shut up, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, John, um, we actually have one more link that we need to talk about before we move God on to this it. one. It's it's the one at the very end. I did put it in the notes that this should go after link 10, but I'm going to hold it against you. Yeah, that one. There we go. Um, boys ready? Yeah. We actually really quick. Um, let's see here. Okay, I'm gonna real, jack real, off for real, a real, second. Real, 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 yeah, I gotta level a couple more times and, and come <laughs> in my yeah, socks. Le leveling happens super fast in Elden Ring when you're that level, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. What level is that? Um, uh, fighting Moglin, so at least probably like uh, fifty. Oh no, I've I've I'm on. Play, I'm at the end of playthrough through two two. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking to um to hundred percent it. I only have I'm about to get the frenzy ending and then I'm gonna get the stars one next and then I'm at hundred percent. Dude, I've been trying um, to hundred percent blasphemous and I think it's impossible. Yeah, that's fair. Um uh, da, 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 da. big fat baby i'm a baby i'm a big fat what are you baby. doing um why are you saying big fat yeah. baby <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna warn you uh that i'm gonna quit on air uh in a moment um and then i i will not be here for the rest of the episode but i will not hang up because i'm gonna have someone cover for me oh okay cool <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, three, yeah. two, one. All right, we are back. Um, John, uh, as I said uh, over the break, um, we, we actually have one last link associated with uh, Shireen Abu Akla, uh, which is uh, this video. Um, uh, th this is uh, her coffin being carried from the hospital to, you know, hopefully her resting place. And uh, what you see the funeral procession procession runs into is the uh, the Israeli police and I think IDF as well. Um, so go ahead and play some of this um, and, and we'll see how this uh, this turns out. Why they're blocking a funeral funeral procession in the first place. I don't know, um, but uh, quickly escalates into violence as they're just trying to. And, you know, the international community uh understands and accepts that this is a tragedy so why are they uh, being so violent towards this uh we we don't know but i'm sure israel has the best intentions in mind uh you know they're 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 investigating how she died in the first place um and and these are genuine actors and not people engaged in an ethnic cleansing program go ahead Come on, 
the, uh, the police immediately start rolling in with batons. Uh, in a couple of seconds, we'll start hearing uh, flashbangs uh, going off. What the fuck? Why are they now that now they're trying to steal the coffin? Yeah, that's that's such a fucking for for the for the listener. There's this uh, extraordinarily painful moment in the clip where uh, after the uh, the cops are swinging on these people with batons, uh, at the very end you see the coffin begin to drop uh, as people kind of give away under it. Uh, as yeah, because these they're being beaten security with forces are batons. beating on them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it fucking sucks. It's bullshit. Yeah. All right. Um, and it kind of yeah. looks like it was started by like one cop. Like it looked like one cop started swinging. Yeah, there was one guy like double double hand fucking swinging his baton into someone. Uh, Some, I, I think I know who you're talking about. I mean, I mean, when, whenever you know, this is a peaceful assembly. Uh, they are trying to put to rest uh, someone who they all considered a journalistic hero. Um, and. Uh, an American hero, I might point out again. Sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> if we need to, which should matter to the Palestinians, <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't think it matters to them. Um, this this is somebody who reported on the Palestinian struggle uh, quite in depth for many years, uh, and you know, the international community, of course, as I said before, is is calling this a tragedy, and you know, we need to have an investigation into this. Uh, so anyways, this, this tragic moment is met by the police of Israel standing in opposition to putting to rest this, this journalistic hero, which I, I haven't seen any pushback on whether or not Shireen Abu Akla was a good journalist. I've never seen anybody say, ah, she was a dog shit journalist or anything like that. Uh, not, not even, uh, uh, like Israeli state media has said that she was a, a propagandist or liar or anything like that. Yeah, you just have to wait for Jesse Waters to. Do oh his yeah, take for sure. But, we'll... but you know, the the point is, like, why are they so? Uh, you know, obviously these police didn't authorize themselves to sh- themselves to show up here. That had to come yep. from a higher place of order, um, and and so the the Israeli state is is just. Uh, you know, pitting themselves against this peaceful funeral procession. Um, and it's disgusting. It, it's just, it, there's no other way to describe it. It's just fucking disgusting. Uh, and, and it further proves the point that, uh, the IDF probably killed her. Uh, if, if they didn't kill her, they at least provided the conditions in which she should or could be killed. Uh, but I'm I'm putting my money on the IDF killed her and we'll never get the real story out of it. Uh, any of these investigations that happen over there seem to just like disappear into the ether and we never hear any like positive confirmation one way or another uh, of, of what like the investigation revealed or didn't reveal. Um, and and yeah, it's, it's just it's it's genocide. It's just fucking genocide. That's all it is. Yep. Uh, you sound like an anti-Semite. 
Yeah, yeah that, why do you that's, hate Jews so that, much? That's where my criticism came from, is, is the Jewish people and not the Israeli state. Uh, <laughs> Jews, they're committing a white genocide. Oh, buddy. Oh, um, that, yeah, that, that, that's no, what you no, said. That, I'm just... Yeah. I mean, uh, with, with uh, how, how white the top of your head is, I don't think you're allowed to say that. You know, that that's just the um, light that I have on. It's above my oh, head. No. Uh, no, it's <laughs> funny because yeah, I was going to turn it on him, but then it it, it didn't because you know, it's already it, we already did the thing. My uh, my partner says that this white or this this white this light whitewashes <laughs> me. Um, light genocide. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, let's go to the next link. A little bit less depressing. We'll we'll get to the fun stuff. I promise eventually. Uh. But um. The Fifth Circuit's reinstatement of Texas's internet law or inter- internet censorship law could break social media. Um, I haven't followed up on whether or not this is like continuing, uh, but basically, um, Texas's uh, law uh, says these social media platforms don't have the right to censor anybody's speech on them. So uh, anybody who's been, you know, banned for like uh explicitly uh delivering uh white supremacist talking points like and and you know mind you this is social media where you're allowed to say the n-word as much as you want um so we're talking about like real real vehement white nationalist uh talking points that can't be denied by the uh, the algorithms of facebook or twitter or uh instagram um <clears throat> but basically, uh, <laughs> if any of these social media sites have done this kind of thing, if they've banned people for extreme right wing talking points or spreading uh, false information, which goes both ways in a lot of cases uh, where, you know, you'll have like the anti COVID false information and then you'll have somebody on the left saying like, hey, I think the CIA was involved in the crack trade and they get banned because they're spreading false information that way. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to say, are, are we, are, am I going to be able to use this uh, law to defend myself from a police investigation if I go like troll my city council Facebook page? I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somehow it won't work that way. But uh, yeah, so so this was passed originally in 2021. Um, okay, yeah, it says in the fall of 2021. Uh, and, uh, now it's being reinstated and, uh, you know, this, this is going to end up becoming a, a general legal battle that will impact the entire U S. Um, and like fingers crossed, hopefully all social media is, uh, is banned from, from the internet and we, we don't ever have to talk to each other ever again. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it, it, I would die happy. I would just die of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. No more cursed takes on Twitter. Uh Harry Graham <laughs> would dissolve. No no more infographics on Facebook, you know. We'll just live simple lives being beat to death by the police. <laughs> it's the only way to go. What we deserve. Um Cool. What's next? Uh, Dennis Prager is next. 
No. That, now we're getting no, into the fun no, stuff. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing Dennis Prager again. I'm done. I'm done. We. I feel like we. We cover the same shit every single time. It's always these fucking weirdos that look like like mutant thumbs. I I don't want to do it anymore, and. I just uh, uh, the pressure's too much for me at this point, and I'm I'm sorry. I have to. I'm gonna go. All right. Uh, I love you. Take my medicine. You Fuck can't you. do the sign off. We're not done yet. Goodbye. Well, that was dramatic. They always come back. Yeah. Uh, he's is, got a is it point. just me? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was going to say, is it just me or does it look like Dennis Prager is like made out of clay and then somebody comes and just like sprays him with like a bunch of water like yeah, once a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just like melts you know? into the rest of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's not the best description of Dennis Prager I could give. But it's a pretty good one. Uh, but anyways, Dennis Prager uh, n- never got the vaccine, according to himself. I-, I-, I think I believe him because he's that much of a weirdo that he was just like, even though he intellectually knows that he's lying about the vaccine and, and uh, uh, probably knows that COVID is real, but his politics that he wants to, you know, uh, uh, push on everybody in America... Um, won't allow him to accept these realities um he he got covid again and uh th- this is him talking about uh this is the second time he's gotten covid by the way um so so go ahead and play this clip hello everybody dennis prager here i missed the last two days because i had as mild a case of covid as a human can probably have I'm asymptomatic now, feel fine. I could have broadcast actually those the last two days, but I decided to rest. So like Bill Gates, difference between Bill Gates who has COVID, mild COVID right now, and, and uh, I this past weekend is that uh, he is double vaxxed and double boosted and I am none of that. So what exactly is the difference? I'll let you think about that one for a while. We got the exact same thing, except he took the risk of I mean, I don't know. Play play for like three seconds more. The vaccine and two boosters. And I took the risk of not having the vaccine and two boosters. I think he took the bigger risk. All right, go ahead. You can pause it now. He thinks I took the... I was going to say one thing that probably (laughs) infuriates Dennis Prager is uh, that uh, Bill Gates has billions more dollars than he does. Right, and uh, probably hangs out with a lot more people than than, uh, Dennis Prager does. Um, The the other thing that that is worthy of note is um, that... uh, (laughs) You know, this this is the first time I think Bill Gates has gotten COVID. Uh, this is the second time Prager has gotten COVID. I don't really care about either of that. Uh, but like, um, the the very fact that like we allowed COVID to 
uh and and by we i mean uh the state bungled every every single fucking thing that they could possibly bungle in a pandemic the fact that we have allowed covid to spread so continuously has led to all these variants that now uh can can bypass you know any any kind of uh vaccine we have we have vaccine resistant covid now um it's completely spiraled out of control so his entire point is well 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 who's well, that well well oh, it's, it's more it's more complicated than all of that you see um of course there are many forms of uh, coronavirus now all of which are harmless but but the the thing is that they've produced uh, something of a hierarchy uh, based upon something like Old Testament law being uh, predicated again off of the most ancient of all books. Uh, anyway, so the genetic code of COVID is, is all predicated upon these ancient books, which have produced for us a hierarchy of viruses, which have all produced a, a, a new uh, and beautiful world for us where we'll all become realer and realer boys. I'm sorry, this computer was just on and I heard you. Jordan, why were you next to, to Dorian's computer? I was touching his testicle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that checks out. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that I was quite... checking them. Yeah, for, for, for what? For uh for for Chaos Dragons or the uh the uh well, Pre certainly not for egg. lumps because they're perfect. Uh, but yes, pre the, the pre-cosmogonic eggs uh, would be a good way of describing Danko's testicles. Uh, but really, I was checking them for testosterone levels uh, because he and I, um, I, I don't know that he'd be happy with me telling you this uh, necessarily, but we've been working on a plan to make sure that everyone has uh, anywhere between 32 and 64 uh, legally mandated big titty goth GFs. Oh, well, I'm actually for that. Um... It's part of his, uh, his most important political project uh, from, from what he says to me. Yeah, Which that, he doesn't that's tell it. to you because I'm his best friend. That that actually stabs pretty deep. I gotta I gotta be honest with you. Um, <laughs> this whole time I thought we were best friends. Like, I, I let's I see who cries first, bitch. Well, you'll, you'll cry first because you can't control <laughs> your. Crying. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought he was already crying. <clears throat> Jordan, how weeping do you... and crying are separate acts. Okay. Yeah. You know, isn't 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 weeping what like women and children do? And men. Very strong and men. beautiful all, men. I'm a strong I'm a strong weeper, but I would never cry. Okay, well, I'm glad that you uh you you, you brought that into focus. Um we, Ask your question, coward. Well, yeah, we we were gonna move on from Prager and I I wanted to ask how you felt about crypto. Oh, crypto. Uh, I think it's uh, entirely irreconcilable with my ideas around hierarchy, and yet I love it, and I can't describe why. Okay, yeah, that checks out. Um, we have a couple of fun videos. H have either of you ever heard of uh, 
uh, a gal that goes by the name of Randy Zuckerberg. Oh God, yes! <laughs> oh my Lord! Oh my! Her music videos are my favorite music of all. Frankly, uh, that and of course the sweet, sweet sounds of Debussy. <laughs> Debussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I love Debussy. Uh, all right, <laughs> I believe you. Um, so we we haven't covered uh the, this this character named Randy Zuckerberg on the podcast before because I never found it, which frankly is surprising to me. Well, I never found it uh particularly necessary to to cover this person. Um, you you may uh hear the name Randy Zuckerberg and say to yourself, wait. Is that maybe a relative of Mark Zuckerberg? And the answer is yes. Um, sadly, this is Mark Zuckerberg's sister. Uh, she, so so Mark Zuckerberg, in the birthing tubes that both of these people were born in, uh, he was he was not injected with any of the personality like uh, genome or whatever. Um, he didn't get any of those genetics that would that would make him a uh, a charismatic person. Uh, I'm sorry, you're being very uh, you're you're being a little uh, a little complex about this. I actually have a metaphor that I like to use uh, in order to explain this to my students. She, she's a chaos dragon, um, and he's not. No, no, oh, no, okay. no. Uh, you, you see, uh, something that all of my uh, all of my listeners are very uh, familiar with. By the way, I have listeners. You only have one. You have a listener. Uh, just, just pointing well, that an, out. It's, a, it's um, an amalgamation. But go ahead. Uh -huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, if if you uh, if you remember uh, back to the days of playing Metal Gear Solid, uh, really, he so. is a solid snake, and she is a liquid snake. <laughs> I knew where that was With going once you said Metal Gear genes. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Got all the recessive genes. Uh, still manages to be a... I don't know. Just... So all the recessive genes apparently also carried along all of the, like, negative uh, personality traits a, a, a person well, could possibly have. Yeah. But I mean, what do you at, think at recessive the, means? It means bad. I, I, well, I, I don't think that's necessarily what it means. Uh, but but in the case of your solid and liquid snake metaphor, um, solid snake did get all the serious genes, whereas liquid snake got all the I'm a little bit flamboyant genes. Um, but he's he, a blonde man with long hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's a little bit silly and a little bit. Uh, uh, what I'm looking for. Gay? He's no solid okay. snake smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say gay, I was gonna say a little bit dramatic. Um and uh and and maybe He's... maybe you're correct here because uh we hit we have uh Randy Zuckerberg uh, uh posted this uh music video in February uh of 2022. It was February 28th, uh 2022. And, um, and let's be clear, she has multiple music videos, not just yeah, not just the one. We'll There's look at, a we'll catalog. Look at the, we'll look at another one in a, in a moment. Uh, but but here she is, uh, uh, with with this cover of uh, "We're Not Gonna Make It," which she made it into "We're Going to Make It." I 
I, I will just say very, very quickly before you play this is a, a way of uh, commenting and, co uh, and contextualizing before we really start. But uh, it's just uh, it feels it feels good to me. The knowledge that the women in your family will never ruin your life and reputation. <laughs> uh, John, go, go ahead and play uh, a couple of seconds of this. No, 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 no. Why is it bass boosted? We, 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 we can't stop. No, we can't okay. stop. We we got to keep listening uh, until she uh, talks about what we're going to make it in. Please go on. Uh, Uh, so, so this song is about buying crypto and how ev everybody who buys crypto is going to have a good time. Uh, they're they're all going to be enriched by this experience. Um, again, posted uh, February twenty eighth of uh, two thousand and twenty two, year of our Lord. We don't need to look at the comments. Uh, she she actually curates her comments, uh, and you can tell because uh, there's there's absolutely nothing negative in the comments on any of her music videos, uh, which you would expect uh, at least a, a couple onesies and twosies. <laughs> would, would a curator of comments, uh, if your theory is in fact correct, apologize for the language in their videos? Yes. <laughs> that, that is curation oh, well. of language. Uh, so. Oh, shit. Yeah. What, what swear words does she use at the end? Can we check? Uh, I really don't care. Is it just one really, really long slur? Let, let's imagine it's it's the the f word and n word put together. Um, that's a word I learned on 4chan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is where you get all of your political opinions as well. Um, well, uh, it's where I get them. It's it's where I give them. It's called an echo chamber. You should look it up. <laughs> I, is, I'm is, familiar. Is it, is with it just term. you on on 4chan? Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> I am Q. Are are you uh are you a multiplicity, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, well, we we were all multiple, and so there was already a crowd. Cool. Uh, John, go ahead and go to the next <laughs> link. Uh, which which was posted more recently. Um, could you yes, could you scroll this down? This one I know. Could you scroll down to the uh, to the post date real quick? All right. So April twenty seventh, uh, two thousand twenty two. Um, less less than a full month ago, uh, this this video gets posted. Um, it, it, it's it's running off of, uh, of a similar theme where uh, we're using a uh, pop culture song and uh, mashing it up with a uh, a bunch of crypto uh uh slang terms and uh, uh yeah just go ahead and 
play it. You'll, you know, you'll, uh, you'll start to recognize cool. the song as it comes along. You know, Igor Tchaikovsky Khrushchev, uh, my uh, my daughter's husband, showed me this song. Oh, yeah. Uh, e- e- Igor is the, the demon's name of... Uh... <laughs> I was I was simply saying his full name. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't hear part of it, to be honest. But uh, go ahead and play this, John, please. This is how we win, though. Put it on the blockchain, no need to tiptoe. Let me get a dab. I saw it on the note. Connect to the network. Says so cold. Whoa, is that an NFT? Oh, kind of looks like me. Buy with Ether, that's currency. More uses than Bitcoin currently. You can send coin, you can set artifacts. No cap and stack and track. Smart contract. Ethically, could be a cost to our habitat. Needs energy, add gas to that. But have no fear, it's peer to peer. Decentralized community feels so near. Things are changing, we're improving the system. Power to the people, give them the you want some art? A crypto kitty with a twist. You wanna meet a VIP? You wanna shove the constitutions on your list? Will smart contracts make it be? Make a deal to take a loan Send us some code, send some code What you're owed is clearly known Cause it's stored in the code If you want a contract flow You need a Ethereum To write the terms to make them go You need a John, you can stop this now. Uh, I so, quit. So, so that's the <laughs> I, 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 I quit. <laughs> the single two most painful things I've ever done in my life is listen to these songs. Well, she's just such an awful bitch. I, I just, I, I just wish she wasn't around. Well, Dorian, I don't think it's really fair for <laughs> There's you a to conversation going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I don't really we can ignore that. that. Uh, so, so that's obviously uh, David Guetta and Sia's kind of structured uh, finance property is uh, backed by a pool uh, of loans and other assets and sold to institutional what do you, what do you investors behind duet? cryptocurrency. Uh, yeah, of course. But what if we did that, with girlfriends? Man, that's really distracting. Had, yeah, it is. It is really, really distracting. So it's, it's a cover of uh, David Guetta and Sia's uh, Titanium, uh, just with Ethereum sure. being oh, replaced up. by uh, Titanium. Oh, fuck, they can hear us. God, Titanium being replaced by Ethereum. Um. So, anyways, uh, you know, we we have uh the sister of one of the richest men in America really pumping the shit out of crypto and, and all of her social media presence. Um, oh, could you maybe go sister, to the next not link? His mom? What's that? That's a sister, not his mom. That's his sister. Okay. Jordan, Jordan, I, I, I love, I love the way that you touch me. I love the way that you kiss, but we can't. Man, that's getting worse. This, Background yeah, conversation is getting so this bad. Needs, this needs, yeah. this needs to stop. And frankly, you know, it's we're having a lot of microphone difficulties right now, so I, I, we, we can't tell what they can hear and what they can't. But, but frankly, you just need to stop saying the N word so much. You need <laughs> to stop it. You need to stop, or you're going to get a lot of so, trouble. And they're going to think it's me. Okay, it's one of those domestic. Uh, but I say that. Oh, hmm. 
skirt net. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that bit may have gone a bit. Um so anyways, wouldn't it be a shame if uh, the sister of one of the richest uh, 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 men in America pumping up crypto, uh, also uh, Mark Zuckerberg heavily invested in crypto, um, wouldn't it be a shame if the crypto market mere weeks after uh, you know that second vi- music video was posted, uh, the crypto market completely fucking falls apart? Um, I think the video is what did it. The video it might it might have been what did it. Yeah, I mean, all I could think of doing was burning down uh, crypto farms or mines. Right. A- a- actually, it was much easier than that. Oh. Um. Probably not as fun though. Definitely not as fun. Uh. So so this headline from the Verge is: uh, Stable coins are struggling to survive the crypto crash. Once pegged to the dollar, Terra USD's coin is now trading at 40 cents. Uh, so what pegged means outside the context of letting your girlfriend have a real good time with your ass in this uh, circumstance is um, the uh, Terra coin was was supposed to be uh, basically locked in step with whatever the value of the US dollar was. Um, it turns out that uh, you, you can have a bunch of algorithms that maintain and keep, uh, you know, this, this price peg, so to speak. Uh, but if a bunch of people decide to all at once sell all the, the Terra eggs, right. <laughs> all, <laughs> all, all the Terra coins they have, uh, essentially. So go ahead and scroll down to the, to the article. Oh Yeah. No, no, no. The, the article, John. There we go. Uh, oh, been... I, was, I was just looking at the pegging porn that was on Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool art. Um, it's been a crushing few days for the Terra Project in a week that has been unforgiving for cryptocurrency as a whole. Over the past few days, te- the Terra USD, UST stablecoin, um, which is meant to maintain a dollar peg, uncoupled dramatically from the $1 mark and dropped to a low of less than 30 cents on May 10th. And the latest updates of the saga, the beleaguered project put its entire blockchain on halt for around two hours on Thursday, freezing user funds until the blockchain was unpaused. Go ahead and scroll down below this uh, tweet. It's a severe measure, particularly given cryptocurrency's emphasis on decentralization. We have seen hard forks before, but this is the first time we've seen such a big decentralized blockchain system decide to halt the entire thing, said Ronggui Gu, CEO and founder of blockchain security firm Certic. Um, well, I ha- have trouble taking his name seriously because he's a blockchain guy. Um, so basically... Uh, what crypto has learned is that maybe market regulations are necessary uh, because whenever you have like a, a truly free market, it becomes a shit show immediately. Um, this is not to say that market regulations fix inequality or do anything useful except for keep a market stable. But uh, yeah, crypto took a big L this week, and uh, they probably won't be able to recover from this. 
Um, so uh, this article goes on to say the chaos has been fueled by a steep slide that has seen 200 billion in value wiped out in a single day. Bitcoin alone fell to below $25,000 on the morning of May 12th, a price not seen some, since December 2020 and less than half of its peak in November 2021. Other cryptocurrencies have faced similarly punishing few days, with Ethereum having lost around 20% of its value in just 24 hours. Uh, all markets like this are inherently tumultuous uh, by design, really. Um, and it's only like regulations that keep these kind of like uh, extreme drops in check to any amount because this this kind of thing happens in the regular stock market as well, which to remind everyone again is not a part of the real economy. It is a speculative market. Crypto is its own speculative market, but it's a speculative well, market. Well, that's... well, of course it is, but Shh, but, but if they're good at back. it, then they should be allowed. Then they should be allowed to do it, right? If someone's really good at a thing. They should be allowed to to do the thing to the uh, detriment and annihilation of all others. Yes, we we get what that if, you're a, if, you're a firm believer in hierarchy, and and we appreciate and love you very much, Jordan. What if? What what was that last thing that you said, Jordan? Oh well, the last thing that I said was. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just censored. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any, anyways, so, so this is where we're in the fun part of, of the podcast. You know, we, we had to listen to a little bit of bad music, but, uh, uh, crypto guys taking huge L's is, uh, is kind of fun to me, uh, because I've been somebody saying it's all a grift and like, Hey, if you manage to make money off of it, great. But, uh, be very aware that this isn't, uh, it's just another stock market grift but it's even less stable than the stock market um because the stock market will do shit like this too uh but it's not quite as severe most times um where where like something is losing uh you know like a hundred percent of its value essentially um you will so lose tons of money in the stock market whenever it decides to have a little little moment but uh, you probably won't lose 100% of something's value. You, you know, one time. way in order to diminish a hierarchy is uh, to lose all your money in the stock market to jump out of a fucking window. Yeah, no, exactly. Thank you, Jordan. That's yeah. actually a pretty based opinion you have. Well, it's not prescriptive. I'm just... Uh... <laughs> Some kind of uh, domestic struggle going on over there. <laughs> Um, John, were you going to say something? Oh, yeah, I was going to say uh, all this uh, talk of money uh, uh, has uh, made me think that we're in the wrong business uh, podcasting. Uh, I think what we need to do is buy a van and we'll start a whole like bait bus scenario, right? <laughs> okay. Like, I love the bang bus. <laughs> How many times just, have you uh, been on it, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> The silence says all you need uh, to say. Yeah, but it's just uh, we lure in Bitcoin bros or crypto bros with the promise of a new crypto coin, but they get pegged by a fucking uh, lady named Tara. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I can see How that. How about you hold all this dick? Wow. 
Um, go ahead and go to Get the it? next link, John, because uh, not not only is it funny enough that uh, you know, Terra is kind of behind the collapse of crypto. Hey guys, I gotta go. I'm sorry. I, I, I thank you for having me on your podcast. I love you. Take my medicine. Take yours too. Actually, give me my medicine. I need it. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I love you. Goodbye. We did not invite you, but uh, go with God. But definitely go. Yeah, definitely go. <laughs> Got him. So uh, the the guy that founded <coughs> Terra USD, uh, his name is uh, Do Kwon. Um, and if you go back up to the headline real quick, uh, Terra USD founder Do Kwon mocked an economist for being poor after she criticized his cryptocurrency which is now collapsing. Um, go ahead and scroll down to the, uh, to the tweet, uh, uh, screenshots. Uh, so, so this is Do Kwon, founder of Terra USD, uh, replying to this economist, uh, and, it's and it's pretty first... racist of you to use that name. Uh, honestly, it's his real name, man. I'm sorry. All right. Glad you're back. Don't don't yeah, invite Jordan do back over to your things. place anymore. I didn't invite him. Okay, I, I, that's not how this works. <laughs> By the way, I still quit, but I'm I'm here to just keep him away from now. This is this is awful. This is yeah. Been a I terrible appreciate night. that. Uh, you, you won't be receiving any yeah, of the uh, the invites to the Zoom meeting. Just uh, just from, from here I'll on send, out. You won't send me invites, but I'll send you an invoice. How about that? <laughs> that's fair. Um. Anyways. Do Kwon replying to this, uh, to this economy. <laughs> uh, and, and he replies with, you still poor? I don't liquidate the poor. Wag me, you know? Uh, I don't actually know what wag me means, but I'm sure it's some fucking crypto bro, like, <laughs> slang term. It's like, we all get my, I don't know, interest or whatever. Um, <laughs> And then, and then he goes on to say, I don't gamble against the poor. Pretty sure he's poor. Uh, so anyways, he's, he's it, calling it a bunch means of we're all going to make it. Oh, it's, we're all yeah, going to make yeah, it. Sucks. Oh, yeah. I should have yeah. known that from the vi music video we uh, recently listened to. Versus, um, versus NGMI, which means not going to make it. Yeah, okay. Um, or or something only Jordan would say, which I'm I'm not going to repeat. He's been doing a lot of that. It's yeah. it's it's been a lot. I'm so I'm so sorry if you guys heard any of well, that. Well, I think I, just... I think Jordan Peterson uh, might be uh, they're worse than animals. Worse than animals. Where is Jordan getting his uh, medications from? If not from Russia, look, don't worry about it, man. He 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 just he comes over here sometimes, and it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so so I can't. I can't. You're, you're, you're doing this. Yeah, you're you're, you're, the, you're the dicky sucking for. All right, pills. let's move on. Let's move on. So yeah, don't go so ahead and go to the uh, to the next link, uh, which is uh, Do Kwan having to address the, <laughs> the the community he's built around this cryptocurrency. <laughs> uh, one slash dear Terra community. Slash, I understand the last 72 hours have been extremely tough on all of you. Know that I'm resolved to work with every one of you to weather this crisis and we will build our way out of this together. Three slash, 
first. If you don't understand how Terra's peg stabilization mechanism works, here is a good overview. Uh, we don't have to look into that. Go down to the next one. Four slash. A review of the current situation. UST is currently trading at 50 cents, a significant deviation from its intended peg at $1. <laughs> uh, five slash. The price stabilization mechanism is absorbing UST supply. In parentheses, over 10% of total supply. In parentheses, but the cost of absorbing so much stable coins at the same uh, time has stretched out the on chain swap spread to 40%, and Luna price has diminished dramatically, absorbing the ARBs. Six slash. Before anything, yeah, if, if you're getting confused, that's the point. Uh, six slash. Before anything else, the only path forward, forward will be be to absorb the stable coin supply that wants to exit before dollar sign UST can start to repeg. There is no way oh. around it. We, we propose several remedial measures to aid the peg mechanism to absorb supply. Seven slash. We endorse the community proposal 1164 to increase base pool from 50 million to 100 million SDR, decrease pool recovery block from 36 to 18, this will increase minting capacity from 293 million to around uh 1000 or yeah 1200 million 1200 million 1200 million thank you yes uh this should allow the system to absorb the UST more quickly 8 slash more ideas will be discussed in the community forums that and he gives a link for the terror research forum 9 slash with the current on chain spread, peg pressure, and UST burn rate, the supply oh. overhang of UST, i.e., bad debt, should continue to decrease until parity is reached and spreads begin healing. Uh, 11 slash. Mind you, uh, this is not the first time he skipped a digit. Um, <clears throat> nine, 9 slash to 11 slash. Uh, naturally, this is at a high cost UST and Luna holders, but we will be or we will continue to explore various options to bring in more exogenous capital to the ecosystem and reduce supply overhang on UST. 12 slash. As we begin to rebuild UST, we will adjust its mechanism to be collateralized. 13 slash. The Terra ecosystem is one of the most vibrant in the crypto industry with hundreds of passionate teams building category defining applications within. As long as these builders, TFL among them continue to build. We will come out of this together. 14 slash. Terra's focus has always oriented itself around a long-term or long-term time horizon. And another setback this may, similar to last year, will not deter, deter <laughs> the lunatics. Hashtag lunatics. Short-term stumbles do not define what you can accomplish. Uh, 14 slash. Terra's return to form will be a sight to behold. We're here to stay and we're going to keep making noise. That's other 14 slash. Yeah. Uh, again, skipping uh, skipping uh, digits, repeating digits. Um, this is a guy that's, uh, that's definitely trustworthy with your money when he can't even keep his like... Uh, <laughs> Twitter reply uh, numeration correct, um. But anyways, yeah, that's that's the uh, the fun part of the podcast, dunking on some crypto bros, 
Uh, I, I recently hey, got into hey, what, a, a what, what simi- did I miss? Oh, uh, crypto was bad, and it's oh, okay. failing. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I have to clean up all these shellfish all over the floor. <laughs> Lobsters, ain't they? Um, yeah. It's it's uh, frankly it's a more uh, there's a wider variety than I'm comfortable talking about. Oh, so the, the, does uh, does Jordan fuck? the lobsters to death before he eats them. No, oh, he doesn't eat them. asking questions like how, that, okay? How, you know you know what the answer is, and frankly, it's a little embarrassing that I have to answer them. I, I'm just, I don't know. I, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm so fucking tired. I, I have a pretty important question about the diaspora of shellfish perhaps um are there any like uh uh i think they're called nautilons um, among them you know those uh like they 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 have the uh the fibonacci spiral shells um you know what i mean like like yeah i i know what you're talking about all right I I'm just gonna say if there were any, they've been straightened out. Oh, <laughs> he undid the golden ratio, everyone. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Uh, so so that's all. Why is there so much cum in the closet? <laughs> could be could be it's other a, things. God, there's come. shit everywhere. It's an elaborate. That's metaphor. probably shit. I, I was gonna, I was gonna give it the benefit of the doubt that that might not all just become, but that's all definitely shit. Um, oh god, I'm just sliding through it. Oh, buddy. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Danko, before we go, do you have any pitches you'd like to give? Hey, sorry, uh, just coming in through the window here, and uh, I just wanted to say that uh, before what happened to Danko happened to Danko, uh, he just wanted me to say that uh, he does uh, or did have a workshop uh, at patreon.com slash truncata, T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A, and they talk about... I don't know, some stupid postmodern bullshit. I, I'm sorry, I don't like to swear. Uh, anyway, um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, he's fine. Good night. Cool. Um, on my end of things, uh, as always, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon is and always will be a free broadcast. However, if you would like to support the making of this broadcast, please go to patreon.com slash benzo rehab dungeon also a thing i keep forgetting to mention is that uh, we have a discord uh the the belated uh or sorry the late um danko and i have a have a uh, discord um you can find the link to the discord in the uh the bio of uh at benzo rehab dungeon which is uh the meme ship posting uh instagram that i run um but with that as always please take your medicine uh take 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 dankos too yeah somebody had to fill in i guess yeah and save some for your friends cool
Good. Maybe we should like uh I don't know.